to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is from the future right now, but by the time you hear this, not so much. With the, It's Monsters! The 2000... The, the later in the year, 2010... Yeah. Levels. <laughs> Monster movie directed by Gareth Edwards. Now, for the people that are watching this, you, you're used to having a sync point. What we're doing right now is releasing it prior to the theatrical release of the movie. And what we'd like is if you are a fan of the movie, if you see it once, go and see it again. Buy a second ticket and bring the commentary with you because we want to support this dude and get more movies like this made well, and, and seem to be a realistic thing to have happen. You can basically set it up the same way. It's just we're gonna, it's gonna, just when you, you know, we'll, we'll have it because it'll be in our archives, so we'll want to set it up the normal right, way. Right, there will be a DVD. Yeah, so, you, okay. yeah There's and, a logo and you're going to pause it. Yeah. If you're, well, yeah, you, you'll pause us this time <laughs> after yeah. that logo. Pause yeah. us? After yeah. when he says Unless unpause. Unless you know the projectionist or something. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> you pause us when he says unpause and and then go to the theater, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll actually unpause us at that moment in Run the to the theater. Run. So, so Run. go Don't ahead walk. and pop in your DVD or Blurry, or load uh, your iTunes rented file, yeah. <laughs> or go to the movie. Yep. And prepare yourself for the point where or the, spin up your kinetoscope. Where the, yes. the protagonist logo uh, clicks off. I think it, I don't think it fades to black. Clicks off. It's the third of the three studio production logos. At that point, DVD guys, you pause your movie, and everyone else pause the file. And uh, well, when we say on pause, go oh, ahead and I fucking here's you guys know how this works, okay? Yeah, that's the point. Whatever you we have are to do, now to make confusing it ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Probably you. I yeah. hope the distribution doesn't change between now and the DVD yeah. release. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, gonna be, they're gonna be like a different. Yeah, actually, it was released in the theaters by uh, Warner Brothers. And uh... in any case, sync up your thing so that the last thing before the movie starts has paused. Pause okay. the movie. <laughs> Play the movie. Yeah. Right. yeah, the thing just before the movie starts. That's where you stop, I guess. And you can think of us as friends in your head. Your friends these week are myself. Your friends always the movies. Christy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get popcorn. Anyone want some? Down in front goes to the movie. My friend Brian William Finn. Now we're out reading. of the world with you. Michael Dorkman Scott. Woohoo! Enjoy the amazing Stokes. Hi. Let's all go to the lobby. Okay. <laughs> we have to stop a roll. No, I was going to hum the Arclight theme. Doom, 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 doom. Arclight is cool. Okay. The movie came out... Uh, on iTunes prior to being released, which is cool, and we'll get into the reasoning behind that in a second. But basically, it's effectively tremendous word of mouth that will get people into the theaters. Uh, and I had to pay eleven dollars. We're to, part of the problem right. twice. <laughs> I had to pay eleven dollars twice so that we could do this commentary because you have to rent it, and it's like a, a ten bucks for HD or for standard D and eleven for uh, HD. And I've rented it twice now because it goes out after twenty four hours because that's iTunes rental policy. So that's that's cool. The other cool thing about this movie is that. It was allegedly made for a very small amount of money, which I've heard different figures thrown around. The the, the one that comes up the most is $15,000, and it could be that that means $15,000 to shoot, and he did the post himself, but therefore avoided spending that money. Yeah. It, it's one of those sort of things. Very, very, very cheap. Cheaper than Clerks. Uh, and that's great, and that's really cool. And it's the movie itself is... It's not super, but it's really it's it's well done. He did not mistakenly make a movie by for fifteen grand, and people are like, you know, he made it for fifteen grand. Let's show it to the world. It's a good movie. It's kind of a Cloverfieldy District ninety thing, uh, but incredibly cheap with giant aliens, which is freaking awesome. Uh, the movie itself, I actually like it a lot. And by the way, this really goes without saying, but major spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, 
not with the this. Yeah, if you haven't if you haven't seen the movie, one way or the other, don't because there is listen. there is a kind of a it's not necessarily a twist, but there is a clever thing that happens that changes the way you watch it the second time. Avoid this commentary until you've seen it. It's not that. Everyone clever. else is paused. It okay, cool. <laughs> the uh, something right. something we didn't notice until the very end. It, well, I guess it makes sense, but the, the uh, monsters the, were dead the whole right. time. Yeah. The uh, the first thing you see in the movie it turns out the humans were the monsters. Yeah. Yes. The first thing you see in the movie is the very end of the movie. So watch those characters as if they are the ones that you're about to get introduced to, <laughs> and it's suddenly a very it's oh 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 the conclusion of the movie is sad. Yeah. Anyway, as as an exercise in filmmaking, I think it's cool. It's very uh, restrained. It, it's patient, and it's very handsome in the effects. <laughs> which the, is which is the polite way of saying it's kind of slow and boring. Yeah, yeah it's kind of slow and boring. <clears throat> but what do you want for fifteen thousand? And the effects are often great, and in some cases, just very good. And for you know a guy basically making it for free, what more can you ask for? Brian, monsters. Uh, this it, this movie this film is a tremendous accomplishment. It's a great accomplishment. Not a great film, as as we'll talk about, I'm sure. But uh, man, props to this guy for making this film, and it's a it's a very it's a, it's a good film. It's solid in its way. It has its flaws, and I'm sure we'll get into all of that. But just holy crap, way to go, dude! <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Seriously, Gareth Edwards, uh, buy, buy two tickets for Gareth. Dorkman. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I would agree. I don't. I don't think uh, he he came out of the gate and made a a brilliant. You know, he made he made definitely a very good independent movie. You know, it's on the yeah. same level as a lot of good, solid independent movies that you'll see released under independent labels and stuff like that. But he made it with the feel of a big budget uh, Hollywood it movie feels because the, of it the feels way the most like District Nine. Yeah, because of the the um, you know the visual effects and all of that, and and he can he can look forward to being you know the the new. Poster child Neil for independent film yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the Robert new, the new Rodriguez. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Um, and by the way, he actually, uh, you know, Robert Rodriguez, you know, Rebel Without a Crew, and everyone's like follows that that advice, and they're like, oh yeah, just get a camera and just go do it, and blah blah blah. Gareth Edwards actually followed the really important piece of advice, which is shoot in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the missing ingredient for many people. <laughs> but uh, uh, but we'll get to that as we go. Trey. Yeah, shoot in Mexico because yeah, people show up and do the damnedest things in Mexico for no particular reason, um, or or anywhere outside of Los Angeles. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh also a good place. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Des Moines, wherever. You know, just get away from L.A. location fees. Yeah, L.A. and L.A. and New York, no way you yeah. can't do it. But uh, you know, you know, if you, if you roll up with a camera in New York, there's going to be a six year old on a tricycle going. You got a permit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, How do you feel about the movie? Eh, it's all right. Uh, it's uh, we saw it whenever we watched it was last it? week, last week, two weeks ago, um, and again it's the same kind of thing. It's like, well, you know, that's that was you know very well done. I thought he did a phenomenal job of you know using you know getting the most out of very little, which which we all applaud and support. Um, in the end, it's it's a movie uh, that I I applaud the fact that it got made more than I applaud itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah. we're all on that page. But um, yeah, no, it's really it's you know it's. I, does anyone know the history of Mr. Gareth Edwards? Did he spring but from the forehead of Zeus or what? Before this, before this, um, he he At first did, there was no him, and yeah. then there was, and there was. He, he um he gained some. Well, maybe we should get the movie playing just in case. Yeah. Okay, we don't well, have as, okay. To say. If you know that, then, then we, tell that story because yeah, yeah, we'll do that. obviously he's got you know some skills. He's got yes. some serious skills, and that's great. Um, I'll bet you he started as an effects guy. Uh, yeah, I think clearly. Yes, yeah, he did. Uh, anyway, uh, so you're at the point. Oh, again with the confusion. DVD people, 
you know, future people. Go ahead and you're at the point where the protagonist logo, I keep wanting to say protagon. <laughs> the protagonist logo has disappeared. So am I. Three, two, one, unpause. You've and, also disappeared? Disappeared. The way, the way you structured that sentence, it made it sound like <laughs> the, the logo has disappeared and so and have so, I. And so, so have I. I. No. It's weird. I have. Anyway, so where did he come from? What's this whole thing? Um, his thing is that, uh, I, I don't, I don't like know his whole history, but I know that just before Monsters, he was on the, the map, so to speak, in the, uh, low budget visual effects and, and all that, uh, like FX Guide and all those, all those places that talk about really cool effects stuff because he, um, he did, I think it was for the History Channel, um, I think it was, uh, it was a Till of the Hunt. He did a, a, uh, um. I think it was a two-part miniseries or something on Attila the Hun. It was a really big deal because as a director, producer, he, as a director, okay, but also as a as a, as a like everything. As he did a, a shit ton of he visual did, effects. He did something like four hundred shots in uh, four months by himself. Wow, and four hundred um, shots. And they're, uh, they're pretty like impressive. Mass, they're, like mass cloning shots. Yeah, matte paintings. A lot of big. Uh, he uh, um, he did like a. a, a Poor man's massive, like with giant crowd shots and stuff like that, um, just by like layering a bunch of people running on green screen and you know 3D uh, environments and blah blah blah, um, and uh, so that was a big deal and everyone was like, wow, this guy's pretty crazy. You know, he he taught a course over at FX PhD and he really knows his stuff. Um, so when it when people talked about he was going out to do a feature, we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let's see what I'll he bet does. you he's going to do something. And then he he. Comes back from Mexico and he's got this thing, so um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, he he comes from visual effects, You're right? Um, Which and, it uh, seems pretty clear. Yeah, this is a. Uh, are, are, am I missing something? Have we seen this idea, this 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 structural gimmick before, where the first thing you see in the movie is what happens after the movie ends? Because it's a really cool way to start with a cold open and get something interesting, and really cool, right. and then and then you spend a long time building back well, up it, to it again. It's called in media res, where you start in the middle of the events and then you flash back to, to yeah. explain to to show how uh, the events led up to that. Right. It feels like I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen it before. Somewhere. I can't. I, I, I can't. I, give... I can't name it. Maybe it hasn't been done, but it seems like it. Surely it has been. How yeah. are we feeling about the creature? That's it's not. It's basically a. Uh, he's it, he's it, doing a lot of the tricks. He's doing it. Yeah, in night he's shot doing and, it totally Cloverfield here. You know, it's like. Uh, and the reason it took me a while to get a good enough look that I could be to like what the the inspiration well, was. Yeah, and yeah. If you look at it, it's basically a, a squid or an octopus. It's it's yeah, an octopus on, on on spider legs. legs. Yeah, that's what it is. It's so a, so not not. Uh, it's an octopod. Yeah, it's um octopider. That doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, so all this is you know primarily pretty much digital, probably except for them uh, and the rubble. But uh, like the building and stuff, probably the damage would be digital and tracked in. And you never know with Mexico. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. This is this is actually interesting. They shot on a. Um, I, I know they shot on one of the Sony uh, X EX cams or whatever it's called. EX three maybe. Probably with um, uh, w- with an adapter, a thirty five mil adapter. adapter. Um, and it's it's actually interesting because I feel like with. With stuff like that and uh, the seven D and and whatnot, and even to an extent the uh, um, so that the that, red that tank right there that was an effect yeah just yeah in, I mean a yeah. lot a lot and of the vehicles and stuff the stuff that they're tying in just to make it feel like that is uh, it's not there yeah um, that smoke I think is one of the less effective yeah effects it's on hard the movie. to do smoke like that is tricky smoke, but, but um, I I feel like uh, we've we've almost. Uh, flip flopped because for for a long time, you know one of the one of the hallmarks of low budget uh, DV filmmaking 
you know, a DV Rebel or whatever you want to call it, uh, was, you know, you were shooting on little handy cams and stuff like that. So it was, it was very the deep depth, depth of field. Of field. Um, and now I feel like because of these other cameras just falling into people's hands almost, I mean, you got to earn them, you know, money wise, but, um, I feel like the, the aesthetic of, uh, of it, the indie film is now too shallow a depth of field yeah. because, <laughs> because they get so excited about the shallow the depth of field. The fact that you can do this now. They, yeah. they shoot yeah. wide open on the lens, and yeah. it's like most movies are going to shoot like 4 or 5.6, you know, around there, and it, it's going to be a more manageable depth of field, at which I'm sure, you know, in, in part they do it so that they can – they have a little bit more flexibility in where the with focus is. Well, because, I know with the, with the 7D, it's – it's actually unmanageable in the other way. I've yeah. shot, you know, some web series and uh, just shot a personal project uh, for a friend this past week where it's like we're, when you're shooting on prime lenses, even with a certain amount of light, because we had a couple of lights, the depth of field is so shallow to the point where if the actor just leans in yeah. or out a little bit, they're out of focus. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're not going for that effect. We're yeah. certainly because we don't have a focus puller yeah. to, to manage that. And it's, that's just the way it is. And it would be tough to be a focus puller because the... It's so shallow. Yeah. Yeah. If you move it too much, it's just, oh, damn it. Yeah. 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 So, so now, stop it down. This stop is a, it down just a little. <laughs> Back on a down front level. What's interesting about this guy and what they're doing with the, the character story here is how unsympathetic he is. He, he becomes sympathetic by the end of the movie. Uh, and I think he becomes finally sympathetic by the time he embraces the beauty of what's going on at the very end, which we find out immediately thereafter was destroyed by the army, but whatever. He spends the beginning of the movie being kind of a fucking prick. Uh, he spends most not, of the movie yeah, being a prick. Yeah, he's, 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 he takes a long time to warm up. And, um, and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about the actress. I think she's pretty and capable, but she doesn't leave uh, an impression on me as a viewer, at least not in this movie. I, you know, that might be because the movie is so... I'll, yeah, I'll stick with it. Reserved. It's, it, it, it's very slice of life. And, and for that reason, in addition to the fact that it's... A, a sort of a parable about you know savages and whether or not they're noble in a well, you know occupied quarantine zone and shit like that. It's and, very District Ninety and immigration. Clearly. Immigration, yeah, totally. There's, I mean, there's a lot of it takes place in Mexico. There's a giant wall built to keep the aliens out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it. There's um, <laughs> but I what you did there. Yeah. Ultimately, the, the when I think of Monsters the movie, having had a week to th- see it and think about it in preparation for talking about it for another the length of that movie. What I come away with is sort of what we had with Moon and how I felt after seeing Never Let Me Go, uh, Mark Romanek's new one, uh, is that I'm not the world's biggest fan of this movie. I think I would like it if it was different, but I like it how it is, and I'm really glad someone made it. I'm glad yeah. it's, getting, it's getting its support. I, I, yeah, I'm I, glad it exists. I, yeah. I, I love, I really love uh, a slow-paced sci-fi that makes you just sort of like look at the world for a little mm-hmm. while and, and deal with the characters and I, what they're doing. I think, I think the issue... But this does make you wait a long time. I, and I think also the issue is that, that it's not it's not showing you a super interesting world, I don't think, in my opinion. I mean, That's I a mean, good point. Yeah. These, these conversations on the phone are very on the nose and kind of as yeah. you know and there's a you lot know. Of, there's also a lot of repetition of information yes i, I read somewhere that or were we talking he, about he, that it's a lot of it's improv yeah and it feels that so, way so they yeah. didn't know exactly what was going to show up in yeah. and stuff like that that's they would, true they would do yeah. the same line twice that makes sense not knowing what information was going to go through yeah and i think we've talked about before or i think i've mentioned before my theory that the the writer the actor and the editor all are basically doing the same amount of work like it's the same body of work that they have to do it's just if you improv it then the actor and the editor have to do more work and if you really work on right. the scripts 
then the ad- actor and editor have less work to do. But yeah. it's still a shifting of proportions. There was something uh, Quentin Tarantino said in this recent bit of... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Well, it's just the, I think that the editor didn't... Uh, didn't do enough of the work that the that he I needed think he to edited, do. It, didn't he? Yeah, it, okay. well, it's just it's just in terms of there's a lot of, uh, you you know, make sure you make sure you get my daughter out of there. I'm trusting you with my daughter. You know, that's my daughter you've yeah, got yeah. with you, and it's like okay, yeah. we got it. Yeah, exactly. You, it's important. Which doesn't sit well with the rest of the she tone. has a He's fiance. Like, All right, as well, and now I gotta I go. So yeah. I'll just uh, daughter, daughter, but yeah. I gotta go. You know, I got another thing. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a weird tonal match. Someone Quentin Tarantino was talking about in an interview I saw recently because Sally Menke just died, and we've been seeing a bunch of that stuff. Uh, has to do with the role of editors. And he was talking about Sally in that uh, context. And he was talking about how, in his regard, a screenplay is just the first cut of the edit. And the final cut of the edit is the last draft of the screenplay. As opposed, as a, Instead of being three distinct parts of the process or discrete parts of the process where you write it, then you shoot it, then you edit it. He, he, from what it sounded like he was saying, the the point of the screenplay is to get everyone doing what they're supposed to be doing, and the point of the edit is to finish the screenplay. Yeah, I mean, there's which there's, is it's it's not a very different way of looking at it. Yeah, but it's a yeah, different way of wording it. There's it, nothing particularly new about that. It's the it's the same as you know. There's the movie you shoot, uh, the yeah. movie you write, the movie you shoot, the movie you edit, and there are three different movies. You know, and you have to be and you have to be open at each point. To it being a different movie and discovering things, right? Which is saying, which is why oh. it might be a limitation of the guy being all of those three things at once, no. and that he might not cut out the things that he probably right. should have, which yeah. is something that happens to even really great directors. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's well, it's another way of saying, uh, you know, you're telling your story, and the, there's a there's a three different ways to tell the story, and it's like what you're you're never writing a movie, or you're never shooting a movie, or just editing a movie. You're always telling a story, right. and they're just three different modes of. Uh, and the que- and you may not ultimately telling a story. You may not sometimes realize that you've already told that part of the story. Right. You know, you need someone else to come right. in and say, "Well, you already kind of said that. I don't need you." Or, to- or like we talked about, which he very very well may have. He may have had people advising him, and it just you yeah. know. Didn't as opposed, quite- as or like we talked about in Titanic, where you may have moments where you go, "I don't know if I'm going to need this or not, but I'm right. going to shoot it. Right. And I'm going to write it, and then if I have to cut it out, I cut it out." Yeah. Uh, to be clear, the uh, he didn't edit this, but his editor from the Attila Project did. Okay. Okay. So. You know, team. But the the issue is that yeah, it's 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 reiterated a lot that you know that her her dad is rich and and he's trying to get her back. It's it's for me it wasn't made clear or maybe I'm just maybe it should have been said for my sake one more time is and what's you know what does he expect to gain from that that you know what's his that he, he's going to get money is he gonna it's get... it's never made clear. Yeah. There's a while he was on the phone earlier at the blue box. He's saying, you know, I've earned this, I deserve this, blah, 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 but we never find out what this is. Yeah, I, I don't know, does that effectively amount to a problem of motivation? Because in, a, in any situation without all the details, if, some, if I'm a, a peon at the bottom of a ladder and the guy at the top says, do me a favor, the, the instinctive response is, whatever it is, I'm going to do it because something good will probably happen. But it, yeah. it, it doesn't put a very fine, I, I it doesn't feel, put a fine point on I it. I feel like it's implied, the implication is clear enough, like, if you do a favor for your boss, you know, concerning his daughter you know that's important enough where the boss is going to make sure that you get something in return and that's why it's worth his while however though i think if it's something that's going to motivate a character who as you already said is basically unsympathetic it's like i don't i don't necessarily want to see this guy succeed i do at least want to know what the hell you he's want to doing. know what drives a guy like <laughs> and what that, is he yeah. doing that's you know what point. is he doing and and you know what is it what is the goal what is the maybe, what's the golden fleece that he's after here? maybe that's the issue is we yeah. still don't really know what his spine is we don't know what that one thing that he wants above everything else is and so just, we know it's like, hey, okay, he wants 
to be able to call in a favor with the boss, but what is what well, is that favor going to be? What to I got, accomplish I was, what his spine is. I was right. just filling in my own blanks from you know because that's that's all I was given. But it's like I get the impression well he's a freelance photographer and her dad is some kind of publisher and therefore there's some yeah. kind of job in it for him and all that and that's fine. Um, you know, I wish they'd, you know, I just wish they just kind of said that just a little more plainly, just so I was clear on it. Um, you know, and or have a, you know, you could you could do it. You could have it be a mystery through a large portion of the film and then have him toward the end kind of admit, you know, I don't actually give right. a damn if you live or die. I'm doing this because I want a job for your dad or I was doing it originally, but now I can have feelings for you, whatever. But the fact that they never quite touch on why are you going across the zone of Mexico which is illegal, and you're not supposed to even go there to get this girl back to the states. I you, love the little cartoon. Yeah, when you clearly don't like the her. cartoon PSA, that's yeah. a great touch. You know what? What is you know what is my main character's motivation? I just I didn't quite have it. You know, and I, I think you know you can be vague about a lot of things, but I think you kind of need to cement that into place. Now that was this, my that was just my take on it. Now this, this is this is why most of the movie was improvised because other than the two actors, everyone else is just. A person. Yeah. They yeah. literally they were just, like, yeah, just talk people. to them. Like yeah. this is the situation. Just talk to them, you which know? is great. There it because is. It works really well. And and, and I, you know, I, I do appreciate the little touches, like the idea of, you know, and I think we said this when we watched the movie the first time. The idea that re- they really, he really has created a sense of this is really happening, and this society, the Mexican society, has accommodated it. Yeah. You know that it's now it's part of life. That people monsters, have adjusted, and now yeah. this is the new reality. You know, right. then there are little cr- cartoon PSAs for the kids, and you know, and all these things are just it's what people would do if this really happened. People would just find a way to keep you know keep on going with it. Now, this movie is slow, and it doesn't actually. It's not so slow; it bothers me. Uh, it's Trey's not a big fan of it, but it doesn't bother me that much. But it's weird because I I can get into it uh, for the same reason, Trey. I think you you like King Kong. Movie King Kong because it's like well yeah it's four it's it's twenty five hours long but I'm really invested in what the characters are doing anyway and what they're what they're and I'm just and I'm, I'm fascinated but for King Kong my example is I'm just fascinated by the the full realization of that world yeah 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 you and, know, that, both, and both worlds on that King level Kong. this movie works for me and it's it's slow paced but it's I I have faith in it and that's perhaps misplaced in a director that I've never seen before but I have faith in it to go somewhere or do something and for some reason I allow it to do to do its thing and I'm not let down by the end of it. I think it's actually a very cool end sequence and I'm glad and I'm sure this is the case. He spent the most amount of time on the creatures in the gas station sequence at the end because he knew that was the payoff and you get to see them the most. You get to see their behavior. You get a, a, a turning point for what the, the aliens are and what they do and how they act and what the the cause of there being these giant scary monsters is, is that, well, we keep shooting at them so they keep attacking us, which is, is, is it's not quite a leap. It's a step. It's like, well, you think we would have noticed that before we started shooting them, that they weren't attacking us. But I think after several years of living in this reality, somebody would have noticed that at this point. Yeah, well, they but... have. Everyone on this side yeah. of the infected zone Everyone in Mexico noticed. is like, yeah, yeah. As long as, as, long yeah, as you don't the... go in the wintertime right. or whatever Another, the breeding season. That happens yeah. on the boat when they stop off of the uh, whatever the river they're on. And he goes, just don't, they don't bother us if you don't yeah. bother them. Another problem with his motivation, I think, because I don't know if it was in the scene just past or if it's coming up later. But he says, you know, I get so much money for... Uh, a live child, or you know, so much no, money. I, for I their, get, I get, the, I get. Uh, your your father pays fifty thousand dollars for a. I mean, he poses it as a question, but your father poses fifty uh, pays pays fifty thousand dollars for a picture of a child killed by a creature, and for a smiling child, he pays nothing. Right. Um. So, so that's so okay. So, uh, that sort of sets up. Okay, that's his motive. Gives you a setup of a potential motivation of in this situation. Um, he's, he's, he should, logically, if that's what his motivation is, she should go after 
he's the gonna, opportunity where he'll be able to photograph a dead or, child. Or I mean, I mean, dead child is very specific because you, he wants to make sure you tie it back later. But he's right. just saying, he's just saying, you know, um, the publication, your dad's publication, and pro- and by extension, the news in general. Yeah, they want to see tragedy, the sensationalism, which is which is true. Um, yeah. I, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, so, I watched a. Um, uh, I think it was I'm a saying TED that talk, sets up but... his motivation to go in one direction that it never really sure. goes in. I, I saw a uh, I saw a TED talk. Uh, I think it was a TED talk about a photographer, or it might have been a you know a documentary or something. But it was about a photographer who there was like a storm in Ireland or something, and there's this series of photos of basically this woman being washed out to sea because there was a storm. She was walking along the the shoreline. She was hit by a wave and the the shore kind of crumbled a little. So she fell in and two other people ran up and helped and stuff like that. And this, and the photographer, and I think the the photographer even may have been the one talking about it or whatever, but just continue taking pictures. Cause he's like, there's, there's basically nothing I can do. You know, yeah. I can't get over there. They're already trying to help her. Like I'll probably just get in the way and cause problems. Uh, so he just kind of continued documenting it. But afterwards he was like, but I didn't even try. And I'm kind of, you know, there's, <laughs> there's an incident like that in the movie The Bridge. If oh, yeah? you've seen The I Bridge. Was, I was thinking of bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, The Bridge is, um, is if you haven't you have seen The Movie The Bridge, wow, uh, check it out. Uh, I know Teague has because I made him watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was great. Yeah. I recommend it. If you watch the first five minutes of The Bridge, you, you, you're really going to want to watch the rest. Are you familiar with it? It's about it's mm-hmm. the it's the movie about how a guy got a whole bunch of camera crews to watch the Golden Gate Bridge every day for a year because about oh. 20 people a year killed themselves by jumping off the Golden wow. Gate Bridge. So they actually got footage of people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and the interesting thing is the behind the scenes interviews with the guys that shot yeah. the movie, and mm-hmm. not just the guys who shoot the movie because they got accused of being ghouls, but they said no, we have 911 on speed dial. It's mm-hmm. like, the thing is, people walk and look out, and they look sad, and they look happy, and they look mad, and they look delirious. You don't, you know, you don't want to call in like, "I think he's going to jump," when a guy's just looking over the Golden Gate yeah. Bridge. It's, and when they jump, they kind of go fast. Yeah. So yeah. we know, call them, but they're yeah. just not going to get there. Yeah. yeah. But there's a story in the movie about um, a uh, uh, someone is someone. Uh, I think it was a woman who climbed over the edge, and she's on the far side of the guardrail, but she doesn't jump right away, and she's standing there. And it's not just them, the the videographers. There's a photographer on the bridge who they interview because he's standing right over her. He's two feet away from her taking pictures of her as she stands on the edge. Um, and then he finally pulls her back and he, and they interviewed, but he him. got the pictures. First. They interviewed him about he, how he kind of made the connection. Like, no, wait, this is a, a human right in front of me <laughs> oh, yeah. that I could stop from jumping. And I should probably do that and not take her picture anymore. Right. Right. But he had a... to make that connection. He had to make that jump. And I'm it's sure not journalists, a subject. It's a person. Yeah. I'm sure journalists, you know, deal with that. You know, I, uh, when I was but not post- this guy, apparently. Yeah, this guy, not so much. This guy's like, fuck it, let's go take some pictures. Well, of he him. Do- well, he does. That's the the point. Yeah. You know, but that's part of his arc. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I wish I wish we had actually seen before the 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 creature attack where he's already changed his mind. If we saw a creature attack where I, I mean, number one, he can't do anything. You yeah. know, it's established that these people know what they're doing and stuff like that. There's really nothing he can do, but he's running around taking pictures. Yeah, you know, which which is it's like okay, you're not. You you can't help. You're not really hurting, but it is kind of ghoulish, you know what you're doing. It is like even if even like you say, even if there is nothing you can do. I did. I took a photography class in film school, and part of it was about the ethics of this. And I was actually on the beach one day taking photos for the class, and some guy who was not really in any danger whatsoever, but he was out there, and he kind of got stranded, and he couldn't get uh-huh. in. And the coast guard had to come in and kind of scoop him up. And even like that minuscule amount of like human suffering uh-huh. and despair, I took a photo of it. And I was there uh-huh. watching the whole thing play out, and I was like, I did not feel good about yeah. myself, and it was so minuscule compared to any situation like that. I, I don't know if I could do that. There's a whole um um 
there there's like a whole support network for war photographers. Yeah. Um for when they come really? back because they be, because they're traumatized. they can be very they traumatized. They get PTSD, but it's a different Yeah, it's a flavor. different it's a different kind. Yeah. It's they've got this weird disconnect that they've had to force into themselves and it's like it, it yeah, it just messes with them. Um but um I think this guy's very good. The, uh, the I was going to say, guy. I, this guy, who I, I'm yeah. sure is just a guy that they pulled and said, hey, do you want to be in this movie? But He reminds me of a grandfather a lot. He's really, he's yeah. very good. He's very prickish. As this kind of like sleazy, but you know, genially sleazy yeah. border guy. You know, brilliant done, brilliantly done. Now, I guess I guess some of the $15,000 got spent on creating this fictional periodical that he worked for, the New World Chronicle, yeah. that he's wearing the <laughs> shirt for. I'm, I, I, Which I is am kind a, of a creepy name. Yeah, really. What, what does is, that mean exactly? Yeah. I'm a little confused by the um, by exactly what is happening in terms of the smuggling. Uh, it's not entirely clear. Like they don't pay, lay out the mechanics of it. You, you terribly pay, well. Well, it's like he's like you can pay five thousand dollars to go right or right. Uh, to to go on the boat, right. which is the safe way because there's no monsters in the water apparently. Um, even though they're octopuses, um, and uh, <laughs> and even you, even though they're in the river later yeah, on, yeah, yeah, um, but they seem perfectly content to go and you know go by ferry, and that seems to be the safe way to do yeah. it. Uh, you pay five thousand dollars to do that, and he's like, if you don't want to pay five thousand dollars, and he kind of gestures behind him to this you know bus station full of people or whatever it is, he's like, you go through the infected zone. This is what they're waiting to do. But then the next day they miss the boat, so they have to go through the infected zone. And then he charges them like ten grand, and I'm like, I don't think any of those poor Mexicans sitting in the bus station, which which I suppose was just an element of his corruption, where he's like, ah, I got you by the balls now. Yeah, so maybe that's it. It's two hundred bucks for the Mexicans, but for the rich white Americans, it it could be that. It it was just it, it confused me a little, but it's it could easily just. Yeah, be as straightforward as that. Yeah, I, I will say that the the movie does do a, a nice little thing. Where, the reason that you fall for the the twisty ending is because they keep going back to this night vision look. So it just right. it sort of creates this sense of this is an ongoing thing. Yeah, this is only how this is really how you see the monsters most of the time. Yeah, exactly. But, as, it, as you, know, but you assume to, what we just saw, what we saw at the beginning yeah. ha- was chronological you know, because yeah. it's still happening. It's just part of the texture. And every night they come Wh- which out, has some, which has some basis because if you like during the Iraq invasion, yeah. it's the Americans always attack at night right, because yeah. you can't see the planes. So all the footage we have of Baghdad blowing up is at night. Right. But the uh, you know you you get the implication that because they keep referring to this outbreak of the creature, so you you you're you're given the impression that you saw the first of the outbreak that right. they keep referring to. Yeah, that's very clever. Very clever. I mean, there's yeah. no, no no denying that's very clever and very tricky. I, I don't know. I I'm of two minds about this movie because on the one hand, it it's not really a monster movie. It's no. a independent road trip film you <laughs> yeah, know it's a road that, ha- that has romance yeah an independent road trip romance film that has monsters in it a couple of times and i'm okay with that i i love that idea but on the other hand it's being called monsters and being kind of promised as a monster movie it carries with it well but of course i mean you joked earlier but the point very clearly is that humans are the real monsters oh, the that's real the idea oh, yes of course so, as it always is what is it really I, I would love to, to see a, a horror movie in which the the theme of the film was that human beings aren't monsters yeah we're not that so be... bad we are just being eaten by things yeah <laughs> I think, we're okay i think there's i think there's surely there are movies that meet that criteria. that that is footage of the aries one rocket <laughs> which is not a space probe at all <laughs> and we'll never fly in space again <laughs> Aww. It's listening, no, man. No, no, it's good. It was a, it was a bad rocket. It was a lousy rocket. Jesus Christ! Ares One is the real monster here. 
<laughs> this, uh, especially this hotel room scene, reminds me very much of Open Water. Did any of you ever see that movie? I, I know of it. I have not seen it. I saw it. Uh, I saw it. it once, but I, I have it here. If you guys want to rent it, it's or borrow rent it. it. <laughs> rent it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> For the low, low awesome. price of ten thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it, it is very good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And another very low budget. I don't know what camera it was, I, but it was. I know uh, it, it got attention because it was. It was, a, it was DV. It was it a was straight a DV up. Yeah, there it, was, it was self-financed, and, these, and they just went and did it. Yeah, yeah. It's about these this couple, these two divers that go diving, and then because of some miscommunication, the dive boat leaves without them, and they just float out in the water. They're in the middle of nowhere, in the and world. the movie is just about them floating in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by sharks, which yeah. I like as a premise. It's a great yeah. premise. It, it's and there's a new one out. Sadly, based on things yeah. that have yeah. happened. Yeah. There's a new one out called Buried, much in the same spirit. Yeah. But buried is super, uh, you know. Well, it's not. It's 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 on the independent side, but it's still you know got Ryan Reynolds and some backing. So um. yeah. So this this scene, for example, very nice local color. Kind of feels like filler. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> you know, not, oh, yeah. Not really totally getting anything from it. Well, I you guess have we're to see their 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 relationship. I was going to say that. I, I yeah, a little bit. But, but uh, yeah, it is, it is out totally unsympathetic. It is filler. We need, we need to get him somewhere. It's filler and production value. All of yeah. the all of these people. They don't, you yeah, know, no, you occasionally... Some, they're walking yeah. around some street festival with a camera and yeah. getting a movie out of it. That's fine. It's just, it's a little long. It yeah. goes on a little yeah. bit long. You know, great, great local color, great detail. I love yeah. all that. You know. There is definitely a feeling that, you know, there's a lot of B-roll in this movie where it's like, I've really only got about an hour <laughs> to get a, a release. Yeah. I've got to yeah. pad it out a little that's, bit. I think, that's, so. I think that's what it is. It's, it's maybe an hour or 45 minutes of story and then the rest of that is B-roll. Yeah. Well, th- you run into that problem with movies like this, where District Nine couldn't just be the District Nine documentary because they wanted it to be an action movie story. So, yeah. they, so they added a plot to it at the end. And this movie doesn't really deal in story in that way. It has a story to it because it's a sequence of things that happen in order, but it doesn't deal with. Uh, it, it's not a Campbellian movie, really. It's it's not a, a no, typical. It's, it's not. not a typical storytelling it's, type it's film. Very... It's, it's more of a. It's almost. I, we, we need to start pinning down what Kubrickian yeah. is, but it's much more of an experience. It's just this is happening to these people, and here's how they kind of change over the course of that. And you know, why was why was that cross in English? It said unknown dead I because don't... Jesus was an American, so, so, yeah. so, that, we'd, yeah. so that we'd know. All right, because it's pointy. it's like you know, because it it didn't give us a crutch when with the sign that says who are the monsters? Yeah. And they're bombing. So you know that now. Yeah. If, so the movie's gonna like give it. There, there it is. There's the message. There's the moral. Yeah. yeah. Now something, we're done. Theme stated. Something <laughs> yes. to be said about Gareth Edwards. Uh, we're assuming, and I don't know this, but I think it's a safe assumption that he started doing visual effects because he's, he's. We're not assuming. I I know that he started okay. doing okay. visual effects. Okay. So <laughs> we know he's an effects guy. The fact that he can put together a movie at all, let alone a movie that we can't say is bad, uh, and in fact I think it's oh, pretty sure. good, and the fact that it's very handsome. There's this been, this oh, guy yeah. is a force of talent. Oh yes, there 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 are movies uh, by that he by, made for fifteen grand. There are movies by vis- by people who came from visual effects yes. who had who had a lot more uh, uh, infrastructure and support yeah. and money that behind this them good. No. that District, are not this good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say District Nine. No, no, no I thought you were going the other. I think way. we all know what movie we're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think we're. I, I, I thought we were going the other way with it, where it's like these effects guys occasionally can just come out of nowhere and be very talented film guys. Well, occasionally, but occasionally, more there's often, not many of them. Not so much. Yeah, but Sturgeon's uh, Law, you. Yeah, because it's it's a different skill set. You know, it's you would think though that a person who's a truly good visual effects artist 
should be able to put together at least a competent film. I mean, a film that's great and, and all that is different. But uh, At least a handsome one, yeah. knowing, knowing something about composition. Exactly. Well, it's the same argument as, you know, a, a commercial director can probably make a movie that looks great for four minutes at a time. Can they make an entire feature that holds your, holds your interest? Um, but the really good effects artists have to have a sense of directing because, you know, if, if you work in a company that's like a... a, a factory like an assembly line maybe not so much where you're just like here roto this and it goes out the door and you don't know what the hell happens next but a, 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 an effects artist who's used to doing more all in one we're like this is a shot about how this happens make that shot um for them to really excel in that field they have to understand basic filmmaking language and, and motivations have, and, 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 stuff. And, and you know screen direction and, and how you and, reveal their information exactly and how and, and how visual information works or doesn't work in a, in a, in a visual frame and and you know and composing and framing and all that and uh, you know, so a really, really good visual effects artist, I think, is a good is a good proving ground for a good director because if they're that good a visual effects artist, then they they are aware of more filmmaking than just how After Effects works. It's interesting. This commentary comes from us, um, four people who have, to varying degrees, uh, and in varying positions, <laughs> with varying made, degrees of success, yeah, <laughs> made things like this. Certainly not features, but. Are either in I the did. process? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort That's, of. Well, well, yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. With like a digital camera yeah. and me and After Effects for this much period of time, I made a thing, uh, and it's interesting to to look at this film from that angle because I don't think a lot of other, I, I, I don't think people that listen to this commentary will have heard that angle from anyone else, uh, especially four people at once. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 one of those many things where it's like, oh, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I, was, I, I wish I, I thought of it because I, w- I would have loved to have done a take on this idea. That would have been great. This is um. Whether it would have been better than his, I, I, don't know, I don't know about that. But, you know, it's like, ooh, that was a good idea. This is very much in that's the... How I, that's how I feel about Paranormal Activity. Yeah. I saw oh, the yeah. trailer for that, Absolutely. and I'm like, fuck! Yeah. That, that's how I feel how about... How fucking open... simple was that? Yeah, Blair, God damn it! Blair, Blair that's how Witch I feel Project. about Open Water. Yeah, yeah Open wish, Water, Blair Witch Project. They're all like, oh, I was, I was so genius. angry at myself about Paranormal Activity. I'm like, yeah. that... You could... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what's the premise of Paranormal Activity? It's just it's, it's home, just home video of paranormal activity. A home video of a haunting, basically, of a poltergeist. Oh, but it's um, home that video. is pretty easy. Yeah. It is. It cost them like three grand or something. Yeah. Shoot, it was it was, it was it was less than this. I think. Yeah, it was the stated stated price for paranormal activity. Because there's hardly anything that happens. It's mostly yeah. just you know someone turns a fan on and and the the blankets rustle or something. It's like, right. <gasps> you know. So <laughs> anyway, but it works. It's really effective from what right. I've seen. The I haven't six, seen the, the whole thing. The sixth sense could do it. You know. Yeah. If you, if you structure it right, there was some cool foreshadowing right there of one of the uh, deep sea creatures with the uh, bioluminescence. Um, uh, what, what I was going to say is, I, I I feel I think they're talking. I don't think they're talking about. I think they're talking about real animals. Like not not aliens, just stuff that they found Earth, in the ocean, Earth and animals. it's not we're not scared of these, you know. Um, right, but no, they do just, set up just, the bioluminescence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm scared of those. They're just <laughs> seeing them the shit under that water. That's true. That's okay. true. I, I I feel a close tie to this movie because it's exactly how I would go about if if someone said with the skills that you have that are almost completely they're disparate skills. If you had to make a thing using them. This is sort of the approach I would take, where it's like, all right, I know I can produce a pretty picture because prime lenses on a Canon 7D right off the bat is is pretty. I can make that work, okay? I know I can have sort of a slice-of-life thing if the actors are good enough. Okay, I can do that. And I know I can integrate some effects in, in certain places. What sort of stories can I tell with those things? And this is, is in that context, almost almost obvious, at least in, in its broad strokes. The, you know, the specifics of the universe are... 
uh, an artist's touch. But the idea of walking through a world where every now and then something crazy goes on off to the side of the screen, and you kind of look at it and go, "Wow, that's that's look at that." Oh, and sure. Then you keep and, and I mean, that's a good way to divide up the course of ninety minutes into ten minutes of intense visual effects. Right. Like I, like I'm saying, this is this is the kind of uh, movie that's going to become. Um, you know, th- this is the launching point for this. You know, a lot of movies after Clerks were a lot like Clerks. Yeah. I think a lot of movies after Monsters are going to be a lot like Monsters in that way, um, uh, which is you know cool. But I mean, it is an indication. Uh, you know, if you if you really want to get into the independent game, I think the lesson to learn from this is you know it's not it, it's people are going to make the same mistake that they did with Rodriguez. They're like, he made it for seven grand. I'll save up seven grand. And I'll make a movie. And, and people look at this. They're like, oh, fifteen grand. You yeah. can totally buy a, a Mac Pro and just do the effects. It's like, okay, he made it for fifteen grand, but it's like, but he didn't pay himself. No, for two yeah, years and it's while like he did the effects, and it's like this the um. The story of uh, Picasso's napkin, if you've heard that one, like he was, he was. The story goes, oh, it's probably uh, yeah, apocryphal, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but the story goes that um, he was sitting at like a cafe in Paris, and someone who really admired his work came up to him and asked him to do like a sketch on a napkin, and so he did. He was like, do 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 do, and he's like, here you go, that'll be a million dollars, and the guy's like, what? What are you? That's crazy. Like it only took you a minute to draw that. He's like, no, it took me forty years to learn how to draw that in a minute. Yeah. That's a. Um, it's like a graphic artist thing. It's because it's something on the internet. Because uh, graphic artists always get paid shit right. and always have to argue for a fair rates. And yeah. you know, it, it only took you two hours to yeah. make that logo. Yeah, but it took me ten years to <laughs> learn right. how to make that logo. Well, my my yeah. joke, and this is my joke. I came up with this, and I still haven't found a place to put it yet. But you guys can use it as long as you give me credit for it. <laughs> is um, when you get a blowjob from a hooker, you're not paying for the blowjob. You're paying for the terrible childhood. <laughs> 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 that's not bad okay um I'll, I'll, it, it needs it needs a beginning and an end yeah, yeah. but the punchline works it needs it needs a cafe in paris but we'll get there <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. um mood it, it, it really needs a napkin could, yeah could, could it be picasso giving the blowjob oh okay for a million dollars yeah. for a million dollars I I might raise that kind of money just to say that I got a blowjob from Picasso. I find a way to do it. Kickstarter, here I come. Yeah, well, of course. Dead. The problem is uh, he would blow you from the side of the head, and yeah, it wouldn't look right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be all weird. Everything be, yeah, you have two eyes on one side of his head, and you know, just be wrong. Anyway, Gareth Edwards downloaded this, wanting to hear a good critique. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, wow, there's already a commentary. Awesome. Hi, Gareth. <laughs> so good job, man. Seriously, gonna, seriously, uh, Gareth, good job. Yeah. No, that's I I that that's not to take anything away from um. Uh, what Gareth's done. In fact, the the point is, it's like he did it. Yeah, he did yeah, it, and no. and he's got the skills. It's not like he just, uh, you know, he raised some money and he picked up a computer and he just did it. You have to know some of this stuff too. I'm, you can't I mean, just show up and this make could be movie. the room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Know, it's, just, it's like again, someone comes out of nowhere, raises a bunch of money, and makes a movie, it and it's like what? Sometimes yeah. it's not this. Sometimes yeah. it's something else. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like okay, he spent fifteen grand to make this movie, but he also spent however many years. If not working in the industry, yeah. working in On storytelling, working yeah. in filmmaking and developing those skills. Yeah. However many years and however many dollars he may have gone to, to school, school for it. Yeah, really, really. Who knows? However many times he worked he for free trying to break in just yeah. like everybody else did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a dentist from Poughkeepsie yeah. could, yes, theoretically pay fifteen grand and do the same thing, but you're not necessarily going to have those latent storytelling yeah. skills that right. somebody who works in the industry is, will have developed. Yeah. And uh, that's why I, I, I came into it saying this movie, I feel a relationship with this movie just by the fact that it exists and this is how he approached it. Because this is exactly how I would go about doing something like this. And it may be 
better or worse or it doesn't matter. Well, it, it's just that when you have to put together something like this because you want to, the way you go about doing it is stacking a lot of the work and then fragmenting it across the movie. And yeah. then that's why you end up in some cases with stuff that's like filler because it's like, well, yeah, this movie could be 30 minutes long, but it wouldn't be a movie then. And I wanted yeah. to make a movie. I think and we, I'm not, I haven't made movies before. I've made effects. So I'll do my best. And his best at, the, at this time is not outstanding, but fucking crazy. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, I mean – you know, considering it's pretty outstanding, but uh, you yeah, know, exactly. if, well, yeah, if you I mean, if you if you weigh it on an equal playing field with what Hollywood is making and the very polished thing, even then, then it kind of holds up. It does, but I mean, it, it could use some tweaking and some of the some tightening and stuff like that. But um, this thing makes more sense than GI Joe. Yes, holy god, yeah. <laughs> holy god. But um, yeah, and I think I think you know we probably all feel a kinship for this, and and a lot of the people who um, you know, I'm. I, I know on Twitter and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, uh, fan films and stuff like that. This is this is yeah. basically what we've the, the this is the cult. He comes from the same culture as we do right. to some extent. That's where he comes from. He comes from the. the should, I don't. In fact, he's, he's. We should totally have him on the show. Yeah, if probably I, yeah, if he would be willing to. I'm yeah, sure it would be. He's out in the the UK, but otherwise, um, but uh, although he comes here occasionally, I guess is he right? is he British? Is he uh, yeah, British? yeah. Oh, wow. But okay. you're talking about it came from the same culture. Yeah, he ca- he comes from the same kind of the do it yourself, the literally do it yourself culture. I think uh, um, he got he he wound up um, and I, and I associate with with this very well too. Like he primarily wanted to be a filmmaker or director and he learned visual effects because he's like who else is going to do it for me so he got into that and uh you know he's been kind of making a living off of that from what i understand um and then he finally you know he was like i'm making my movie now and he did it so you know this is this is what a lot of people in this you know do-it-yourself culture want to Want to do so? It's great to see someone up and do it. Well, this is the and, piece and of do it, it and do it highbrow. Yeah, and do it well. Yeah. Well, this absolutely. is a piece of advice that always comes up on the Force.net, where yeah. when people say, "I want to make a feature-length fan film trilogy," yeah, when, when idiots like, have that notion, yeah. yes, hmm. don't pan do to Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't do something. it. Well, well, yeah, but, well the, yeah, advi- the advice, so funny. That, the advice, everyone has that idea. I'm going to yeah. do a big fucking thing. Yeah. The advice that always comes up is spend that money on something original that you can then sell. Yeah. And Gareth Edwards did it, and he did. Yeah. Exactly. So he's smarter than us. Here's what. Oh you're yeah. Saying. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. Hey, you guys made fan films. I just helped. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, that was a smarter way to go. So yeah. you didn't even make yeah. one. I didn't. I didn't do shit. That's right. I was an accomplice, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're what we call an enabler. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. <laughs> I just like a watching gateways happen. Yeah, I'm really impressed he's, by the signs. I'm, I'm yeah. impressed by the signs, but at the same time, at a certain point, I feel like he's showing off. He's like, and it's another sign. Yeah. Ah, you know. And it's a map. And it's, you know. Well, yeah. So. Again, you have to go back to what story function is that shot of that sign showing us? Right. And after a while, not much. Yeah, after a while, I'm like, I get it. It's There's it's an aliens zone. and we it. don't want to go in there. Yeah. yeah. But this is also a hard sci-fi. And a, a lot of the point of a hard sci-fi is look at what I thought of. I mean, and you know, and, and to varying degrees of success, yeah. sometimes people. Yeah, I don't agree I with that. I, I disagree yeah, with that. I as well. disagree with that. Even in that's, a hard that's not sci-fi. the definition of hard sci-fi. Number one and number two, I don't think this is a hard sci-fi because they don't bother trying to explain. Oh no, yeah. the, the, those the designs of the aliens could not withstand the scrutiny of a hard sci-fi. Yeah, it wouldn't. Well, yeah, okay, and, it and also exist. and also the tag at the front that says it came from a space probe that crashed back to Earth. Yeah, yeah. Which coincidentally enough is the uh, same justification of Night of the Living Dead and the Blob <laughs> and the Blob and as the blob. well. Yeah, fair at least at least in the Blob. It's a, it's intended it's a, that way. It's yeah. a government experiment. Well, okay, I'll go with it's a calm, soft sci-fi. Yeah. 
as opposed to the core. It's a it's a thoughtful soft sci-fi. <laughs> thoughtful. We have so many degrees now of sci-fi. Yeah. It's, like a, it's, it's a hard. This is the sci-fi. It's a hard, cold, blue. Look, left-handed sci-fi. It's a chaotic, neutral, good, <laughs> soft, <laughs> cold. <laughs> There's a one to seven on a, the color yeah. wheel. Yeah. And you got you've got to work with. It's the, a condition the, indigo sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really curious about you know I, I do want to hear more about the making of because it's like you know as like a la a la District Nine where they had people interview people about you know foreigners and right. then just use it in context. As, I mean, how much of this was just like okay, we'd like to go on a boat trip and just like shoot the guy while you negotiate the boat trip? You know, some of these guys are clearly actors who were in on it because they're talking about the monsters. But you know, some of these guys are just like okay, so we're going to do a scene where we're just negotiating price for a boat trip. That's something that I I've I've made this point in different places, probably not here. About the nature of a camera and the and the shape of it, because uh, the first camera I bought was a Canon XL1S, which is a it looks like a big fucking camera. It yeah. looks like a, a camera camera. It looks you like can't a be discreet about it. Even. Yeah, it looks like I mean, if you put on a Girls Gone Wild cap, you could get some titties. And the um, <laughs> the, the current thing with all these the DSLRs and the 5D, 7D, you could walk up to a guy and he wouldn't really know if you were taking a picture or. He wouldn't necessarily jump to the conclusion that you're shooting a movie. Yeah, that's that's what everyone yeah. that's why everyone loves the 7D because it looks it's, like it looks like very a 35 discreet. millimeter camera. It's like that's you, how you get your shots of Disneyland, yeah, motherfucker. Exactly. It's funny when I first when I first got my 7D, the very first thing I did was like call up a friend of mine from my acting class and say, "Hey, let's go to the Kodak. I got this new camera. I want to test it out and let's just fuck around." And we were literally like halfway or most of the way through the night before she realized that it was a video camera uh-huh. and I realized that I had neglected to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I showed her some footage like, cause I got something you know pretty and I wanted to show her like, hey, see this rack focus. Isn't that awesome? And she's like, Oh, it's video. Like, Oh yeah. Didn't I mention yeah. that? Oh, <laughs> Silly me. I've been taking 24 pictures of you every second. So in this, you know, and, and until that changes, you totally can get away with just filming locals and using them in your sci-fi movie. Yeah. I'm sure he told them, but yeah, they're like, yeah. But they're like, hey, to. yeah, no, movie, well, the, that's the, awesome. The, the well, but he didn't end up with people when he was walking through the crowds, like, looking at it, going, oh, a video camera. Well, this, you, you said what, the Sony EX something or other? I mean, the, yeah, this the EX DSLR. is not a DSLR. No. He, in fact, there were, I'm sure that he cut around it. I did spot one person who kind of looked back over his shoulder, like, what are you yeah, doing over okay. there? But... Get the fuck out of here. It wife. depends on how cheeseball you want to be about it. But, but she, gonna, she moved gonna, on. She was like, I, yeah. it's fine. Do what you want. I need a churl. If you're going to get a studio release, I mean, you know, at some point the studio is going to go, well, you know, don't you have some kind of paperwork with these Any people? releases? Because <laughs> otherwise, uh, I know it's Mexico and all, but uh, still. But at the ha- same time, I wonder how much, I mean, I know the studios have to cross their I's and dot their T's and everything, but, and yes, I did that on purpose. Uh but I wonder, I mean, how much in the, like a situation like this would they even care? I mean, right. they know none of these people are going to sue. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. They don't know that. Yeah. How, how do you know that? Well, yeah. look where they live. That's, you know, the, <laughs> the, the odds are, but you know, still, yeah. it's like someone goes, yeah. no, dude, they totally, you're in a movie that's in 100 theaters yeah. in, Lo- in Los Angeles. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he got his, his you know, got like the said, Even if it's just a signed release going, we don't owe you anything. I mean, yeah. that's the standard dodge is just sign this that says, I'm never paying you ever again. Yeah. And I don't have to I ever... get to use your likeness. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it... to call you or talk to you or speak to you ever again. What is, what is the phrase, in perpetuity, throughout the known universe? Yeah. Throughout the universe. All universes. Throughout the universe. Oh my God. Yeah, they've changed it yeah. now because we found out more about about yeah, science about, about and multiple <laughs> dimensions yeah, about so the multiverse. Like, you know, yeah, but the the uh, now now because uh, it's ha- it's been it's been happening so fast is now it's it's usually the language is something like uh, you know in it, through any media 
currently in existence or to be invented. Yeah. You know, it's like, so, oh, so I don't even get residuals for the brain implant chip in yeah. 2015? Oh. Well, while SAG and after are going to have to renegotiate for that. Yeah. They and, should really be running right now, by the way. Just talk about the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's this moment where it's all tense and there's like noises and, you know, yeah. in the forest. And they're like stepping closer. Look at him. He's like yeah. a turkey in the rain. Even, even, He's going to die. Even gun guy who's stationed there is kind of going, oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, honestly... Yeah, the whole sequence You've feels like a, feels like a setup for a uh, you know a <laughs> yeah. action sequence. Yeah, and then they, it just they it, got cut out or something. Then like it that. just peters out. Yeah, yeah. then he's like, well, I which guess is that was that's a red herring. It's okay as it's okay as a suspense My bigger my bigger problem with it is that they know what they we've had this whole setup and they're like, oh, what's that noise in the forest? And they start walking towards. What do you think it is? Yeah. You know, so that's yeah, you're right. That's the missing ingredient. It's more like you know, or, or you just play it a different way. Like the guys with the guns are like, you know, yeah, we're probably okay, but you might want to press on, you know, or something yeah. like that. You know, we get like, a nice red it, herring later in the in the river. It yeah, just seems like probably. there's a uh, a behavior even among the guys with the guns that goes, oh, 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 fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But the scene doesn't play out that way. But and you logically, don't see them yeah. logically yeah. taking like any you steps. Said. It's like, well, what do you yeah. what do you do when this happens every day? What yeah. do you do? Yeah, you, you know, show me that. Show me that world. You know. Do you have a bunker that you get into, or do something? you just run back to the boats? Yeah, because that's acceptable. Because he t- he tightened up on the the gun, but I'm like, is that what you do? You, do you shoot them? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sh- and and yeah. as we discover later, with you know the banditos or yeah. whoever they are, you don't shoot. Them. It's like yeah, don't shoot them. So it's like I don't think that guy lasted that long by getting <laughs> yeah. trigger happy and shooting at the Are monsters. you new? Yeah. What's your job? I'm going to stand there and follow my weapon. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's I think, the way to do it. I think that's one of the. Th- it's like there's a lot of. He could have he could have filled out the movie by exploring that kind of thing yeah. a little bit more as opposed and, and to, it had more know. not to say action sequences but action sequences for lack of a better term yeah. without necessarily having to rely on effects yeah not, not you could crazy. have the you could have the bushes and the trees rustling and have a little <laughs> chase scene and have something moving in the shadow sure you know whatever the monsters are a little too big for it in this in this uh, iteration but yeah you could you could design but that well way. we see later the on that, are all sizes. We see later on that there are eggs on the trees or you know, oh, the sure. larval stage, yeah. and then they you know, presumably grow from there. So you could have some kind of intermediate sure, step. Sure. What do you guys think of the name Monsters? I'm not wild about it. Well, I'm not wild about it either. Like I said, I'm a, I, I like the idea of this movie where it's basically a road trip romance movie that happens to have monsters in it every now and then. I think if part of the false step is naming a monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it Mexican Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican Monsters. Call it Road Trip to Tucson. You yeah. Know? With monsters, it's uh, it's called Scaleback. I can see the poster now. Road trip to Tucson, you know, with monsters. <laughs> well, you could have the monster. Gene Shalit says nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could have the monsters part in parentheticals, like a CD track. <laughs> with monsters in B flat. <laughs> uh, what else could you call it, though? I'm sure well, there's a what, what, things. Yeah. But... Well, they had to. In- Invent the name of the place to get District Nine, but it's a good name. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could just name. Well, if you name the infective zone, then you really are doing District Nine. Yeah, yeah, you can't, can't really do that. I like this. Here's the red herring, because you don't know really oh, know this what is a the, great reveal. You don't really know what the monsters are, so you and and you're so used to a movie like Jaws, you're like, oh shit, a fin. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. This is an effective sequence where the one we just saw was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree. Because because this is actually kind of. Well, it, there's there's the tension. There's like yeah. the action, for lack of a better word, action of of you know um, having to deal with something happening. Um, 
Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because there's a little hint of something going on in this world. If there's a fighter jet in the middle of the, <laughs> um, you know, the this river, there there he is doing a little bit of his. Oh, we might die, but if we don't, I'll have a picture. <laughs> oh, which you know, in that situation, if there's nothing else he can do, yeah. I mean, it, it's a different... if, if you're the one who's gonna die, right. go ahead and take a picture. It, all you it's want. It's a different scenario yeah. if you know nobody's nobody else's life is in jeopardy yeah. because of your inaction. I hate it when my life is oh, in that's jeopardy a nice, because of your inaction. That's a uh, ooh, ooh. that's well, a li- it, nice little moment. Oh, be nicer uh, to me. You're the creature, the the creature's responding to his camera flash. <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah. that guy on the boat said hi to me. Yeah. I'm just flashing back at him. Oh, uh oh. Because a perfectly good fighter jet. Yeah, oh. I like. I, now it's it's an interesting. I'm not sure. I buy the line. What is that? What do you think it <laughs> yeah, is? That's a, it's a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a Yoda moment, really. Yeah, <laughs> that is why you fail. Yeah, really. Now he has to pull his fighter jet out of the muck with his power and then, of mind and, before and, he can leave Mexico. Yeah, and the the thing is that they're like, oh god, we got to get out of here, and then they. Power up the engine and just buzz yeah, off, and I'm like, yeah, no. isn't that scary? Yeah. Shouldn't you be more concerned that the monster is going to chase you now? It's really, you he, know? he just had a whole fighter jet. He's probably yeah. going to be down for a while. He's uh, probably yeah. cool, you know. Or on the other hand, you know, he just ate a fighter jet. So That's what's what going to yeah. what's yeah. going to keep him from eating a a motorboat? Oh yeah, maybe he's got a tummy ache. Yeah, <laughs> he's only got three. He did just vomit a thingy. That's a sexy shot. Got to got to admit. Oh, beautiful, pretty, beautiful. pretty. You know, you just wake up that morning and you go, oh, give, me the, give me the camera. Give me the camera. <laughs> this is why we came to Mexico. Why are there not batteries? Get the batteries. Get the batteries. Get the batteries in. Oh, God. We should have left this outside. It's all fogged up. Shit. Oh, shit. No, no. That happened to me. Are you supposed to leave cameras outside you, so they don't get all humid and foggy and if, condensation? If there's going to be a serious equalization, like if you're going from a, a warm inside to a cold outside in the morning, it's best to give it some time to thaw like out. Like put it outside for an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Cause, cause otherwise, and, and plan for that, because otherwise you'll get there, you'll be ready to shoot, and it'll just fog right up, and you're like, oh, I guess we're not shooting this morning. I'm glad we got up at four. And you, Let, will, literally, uh, you will literally start off your day behind schedule. Yeah. Let's let's do something with a land speeder so we can use this to our advantage. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, I, I think everyone gets Star Wars references I'll do now. What you there. I think, yeah, I think, well, I, that, I, I think a, we're there now. That's a couple steps. Yeah. I, to, I had to follow you. I had to... You can uh, sort of see evidence of the color correction in some places here. Oh, sure. Especially yeah. in the dark stuff. Well, I think I think part of that, to be fair, is probably we're watching it compression. on iTunes compression. Yeah, so... By that's the way, nice. holy that, shit. I, little hints like that are, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, are, are nice. much are much better than, you know, another sign about how this is the infection. That's where you zone. spend your 15000 It's like, okay, there's a wrecked sailboat. Dude, get some blood. Go yeah. up there real quick on the, on yeah. the raft. Slap your hand on it a couple times. We'll get a shot. Boom. Done. Brilliant. Now, now being that this movie is, A, getting the press it is, and B, we're doing it right now, as much because of what it is as because of how it got here, uh, how do you guys feel about this, um, the, the notion to release it a little bit first? And let people, if they want to see it, find it and get reviews on Chud and Ain't It Cool and, and, and all those things because it's on iTunes. 
that's not that's a that's a newish paradigm that we're exploring now with, with I don't with our I, internet. I think I think it's I think it's great because this movie is not going to make a hundred million dollars no matter what yeah you know there's no way it's going to be a hundred million dollar movie it's not it's so not, there's no point rolling out the Hollywood machine for it exactly so why not try yeah. the reverse on it because you know the theatrical release is really just kind of you know well you know it'd be nice if it's a big theatrical release but that's no one no smart person is banking on that being a huge blockbuster. Um, you know, they, they, they might well drive it up by doing this you, strategy. You could, yeah, you couldn't cut an honest trailer for this that would then be exciting. Yeah, exactly. The honest trailer for this would be a lot of pretty and then an alien. <laughs> yes, exactly. Lots of shots, like, lots of nice footage of Mexico and then one shot of an alien. Yeah. Um, well, the pretty sunset shot, the shot of the pretty girl, and then a monster, and then that's it. Yeah. This movie needs boobs. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> what doesn't? For the trailer. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I think um, I think like you say, it's a new-ish paradigm. It's not super new. It's almost going back to the old. Well, we'll release it in ten theaters, and if people uh, tell their yeah. friends, then we'll put it in another ten, and you know, slowly well, yeah, go up it, from there. Um, but the thing is, thing is, this movie doesn't deliver enough. It doesn't. In the end, it's not. It's not going to be such huge words. It's not going to be Blair Witch. It's not going to be Paranormal Activity because it doesn't deliver the. Oh my God, that was so awesome! It kind of delivers the. Huh. Well, yeah, and Blair, yeah, yeah. And, and Blair Witch. I mean, Blair Witch got there primarily because of its marketing, because people were con- were like, "Is it real? I don't. Is it, yeah. I don't know." Yeah. Um, Which was very smart on the marketers' oh, part. Oh, it's, it's uh, genius, extraordinary. Um, and I actually like Blair Witch Project. Um, I like I saw, it. I like I, it too. I, like I haven't it seen it in a long time, but I did like it when it came out. And I, I it's one of those ones we mentioned it at the beginning. It's I admire it tremendously. For oh my god, those, those geniuses! Yeah. You freaking geniuses! Um, you know, it's a brilliant idea, but um, but this one just doesn't have in in the end. There's just not enough to this movie for it to to do huge box office. There yeah. just isn't. There's not. A, yeah. I mean, you know, the thing with Blair Witch is as you know, they didn't show anything or whatever. But there was kind of a constant tension and and stuff going on. And this, there's there's not a lot of tension in this movie. No. Um. There, up until. Pretty much the very end, you he's it kind of gets a little bit of tension um, at the gas station, um, but other than that, you never and and the uh, the fighter jet uh, that well, we no, just there's, saw. There's, there's tension in the the night attack that's coming. Yeah. Out. Oh yes, that's, that's true. Uh, that's true. So it's ramping it's up. Spread but, you know, it's spread out. It's spread out. But it's just not. It's just not something that you know. It's not a lot of fourteen year olds are going to go. I got to take my date to see that on Friday night. It just yeah. isn't that kind of movie. Yeah. It's just not. Wouldn't it be nice if it was? But yeah. but the uh, you know like you're saying um, this this is unlikely to be a giant blockbuster um, because you know we're watching it and and a lot of people like us are watching it because we're like fuck yeah like because we're already plugged feels, into that yeah, community because it feels like he's one of us you know yeah. Yeah. even though we, but um but people who even are more not, so than your Blomkamp yeah and people but people who are not in that community are gonna look at it and go what's that no okay. And, uh, well, that was kind of dull. Yeah, maybe right. maybe see it or maybe not. And uh, so nothing really happened. Yeah, maybe. I think this this may get the uh, get the word of mouth and and may be able to get it even doing it this way. They may be even more successful in theaters than they I, otherwise I, that's would what, have. That's what because, I'm saying. Is because I, they're I think, even I think they'll do better in the theaters because of having yes, done this. Yes, yes, yeah. because because not a lot of people rent on iTunes still. 
quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, so not a lot of people are going to see it. Not a lot of people are going to know it's here, I- even if they do, you know, rent on iTunes or whatever. And, uh, you know, so the kind of true believers of this kind of <laughs> uh, movie are going to see it. They're going to They're be gonna excited about it. They're going to seek it out. They're going to tell their friends, hey, let's go see it in theaters. I'd love to, you know, check it out. I mean, these are the same kinds of people who will, they'll, you know, who, who, downloaded a little like postage stamp of attack of the clones like <laughs> a month beforehand and we're watching it in line for a midnight show of attack of the clones like they are going to see this they're probably going to see this movie anyway you know right, that's right. the kind of thing I, I i don't know how i feel about this um because i feel like the the word monsters is the title it doesn't really set up the right expectations we've established that uh but do you feel like it would be it's like a moral question. Would you feel like it would be disingenuous in the trailer to say a feature made for fifteen grand, and that might—I mean—that would—that might artificially interest some people that weren't interested before. Um, th- they did not end up doing that. But d- how do you yeah, feel about that? I don't. Th- I think that's less than classy. <laughs> to yeah, do that. I agree. Yeah. It might—it might be successful as a marketing technique, or successful enough. But in terms of selling your movie. I think classy is the right word. Yeah, it's because like, you you want to you want to try to convince people that this is a story worth seeing. Right. It's like it's it, it, when you're when you're putting that out front, being like, "Oh, hey, I only spent this much on it." It's like, "Oh, so you don't think it's that good? You yeah. want me to know up front that?" Yeah, people are like, "They spent two hundred million dollars making Avatar. I gotta see that. That's gonna be awesome." It, well, yeah, it's like. Hey, Mike, you should check out this restaurant. Is it good? Yeah, for five bucks, not bad. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly, that, that's not exactly. terribly appetizing. Yeah, the entree, the entree is two dollars. Yeah. Wow, sounds great. You know, it's not bad for for two dollars. Hey, $2. I, I yeah. like Denny's. Really, no, I don't. Yeah. And <laughs> really, really quite generous portions for two dollars. <laughs> Which you know, it's a valid marketing strategy, right? But not the most appetizing. Yeah, of yeah. Commercials. It's it's interesting though that this movie kind of might catch on with like kind of the NPR crowd because it's kind of you know it's it's not you know it's not NPR a, has a crowd yeah <laughs> hey we will cut you I was gonna yeah. say how do they address each other like whisper to whisper to whisper yeah. to whisper yeah. no you don't say there's you don't no say we'll cut you it's like hey man hey, hey. Uh, I'll cut you I'll cut so, face. those guys over there so uh, coming up after uh, looking to stir up some trouble after Be- this local news Beethoven's worst symphony I think we're gonna opus. Go. Sapus, can you see us? We're gonna go there. Joining me today, stomp some nuts by the dance we like us. Right, so you know, because it's kind of, it's kind of this. Hi, Gareth. This is kind of a no. This is kind of this kind of. <laughs> we really, it's we really kind do of enjoy a, your movie. This, <laughs> the fact that this movie is, you know, you know, unfolds slowly and is 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 not about the oh my god, Iron Man is now in gold. Woo! I mean, it's like it's it's about the characters and it's about the the world and all that. That you know, it it is. It's what is as we've said in other commentaries. It's what an independent movie used to mean. Yeah, yeah. Back before you know, independent movies became studio movies I, with 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 monsters in them. But you know, it feels it's got this kind of like it's you know, it's a personal story and it's like and it's about what would happen if there were monsters. But it's not really about the monsters. Yeah. It's you know, it is. It's kind of a it's kind of an art. You know, it's kind of an art piece for a monster. I movie. D- I do like by the way, um, just the the uh, nice character touch of. It's the you know the the banditos in the in the woods who have all the automatic rifles and all that stuff, and they're they're the ones who are like yeah just leave them alone it's cool yeah <laughs> like we leave them alone yeah it's like Che Guevara's gang it's like <laughs> yeah no, we don't have a problem with like, anybody yeah like Pancho Villa it's <laughs> like yeah we hate Teddy Roosevelt but the monsters are cool yeah they're all right it's fine 
Don't shoot at them; they won't kill you. Yeah. No, we like it because you know the don't start nothing, won't be nothing. That's frick, all. Yeah, hey, they're, they're like, raping the land less than you gringos. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. That's it. Um, They've actually managed to find a way to work with and it. it. And you know, if you marinate, if you marinate them in tequila, kind of tasty. So um, yeah, as opposed, to, I mean, it's it's the movie's pretty clear about that. That you know, it's like meanwhile the Americans are flying over the border every day and bombing their their own country, like you know, bombing their country. It's like yeah, we're we're not wild about that part. That part listen, we don't like so much. Listen, when you have fighter jets, you have to use them That's for right. something. Chekhov's fighter jets. That's right. Fighter jets are like Sam Jackson. If you're not going to make him fire at something, it's not worth having. <laughs> That's right. What is the point They're of having They're not going to do a, f- a bombing run on something big. Having a fighter jet and not shooting is like Lakeview Terrace. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, Bam, Lakeview Terrace. Didn't I, even see that coming. I used to live in Lakeview Terrace. Really? Yeah. That's a place. Yeah, I thought it was just a made-up, easy suburb. I'm name. amazed they made a movie. Like they made a movie called Lakeview yeah. Terrace. I'll be there. There's a subdivision near where my parents live that is called Morningwoods, and they keep tearing down the S, the kids. So it's <laughs> oh. always just Morningwood, uh, as it should be. <laughs> I was I was really surprised to find out that Lakeview Terrace was really about set in Lakeview Terrace. I'm like, oh, cool, nice. You know, all right. Yeah, I lived there for like ten years. This is not. I think. I- uh, maybe I'm reading into it, but I think you know we had the Finn earlier, and now there's this. I'm like, I can feel Spielberg's hand yeah, in well, uh, in in. I think as we, Gareth's estimation, as we said, this this is Which this, it, this is definitely the Jurassic Park sequence. Yeah, who's oh, he's yeah. not a bad guy to you know take the cues from definitely, no, and it's effective. I mean, people to rip off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. and it and it uh, he, he could have ripped off Kevin Smith. It. Yeah. Sorry. And I think he does a really good job with it. Of of you know this you know shots like that are awesome. You know, just a leg in the fog. It's like sweet. Yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. And then the, Trey, the go ahead and uh, tentacles coming down. Awesome. Talk a little bit about why the fucking monster is always at night or on uh, like a shaky cam or is in the fog. Because then it's then you get away with more. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah, but I'm throwing it to you. Uh, okay, I I'll, made movers in black just, and white grainy film. Just I know, because but... just because I was getting up to leave the room for ten minutes, and now you make me stay here. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's. I don't know. It's it's it'd be interesting to to find out. You know, we poll a, an average group of non effects artists because it might seem that that makes it harder. But all of us effects guys, oh, so much easier, so much easier if you've got darkness and motion blur and you don't really see it fully framed. As long as you've got decent motion tracking. Hey, come over here. Is this render done? I can't tell. Turn down the gamma. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Yeah, that's right. That's make, exactly how it goes. Make the screen almost completely black. Is this render done? Final. I can't tell. Turn it, on the gamma. Add noise. Yeah, it's done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a final. Moving on. And and depth passes are easy. So fog is awesome. Yeah. You can do fog oh, real fog. easy. Oh, please, fog. In CG. You know, yeah. In CG. Yeah. You know, oh, you can do it in compact. Nice. All, all you do is all you do is like, you know, raise the, you know, raise the black levels up, you know, whiten up the black levels. You got fog, yeah. you know. Hey, perfect. This I is love it. this is really very, you know, th- this this uh makes me as a Lovecraft fan makes me really think very, of, very, Cthulhu. very Cthulhu. Yeah, it's very, very Cthulhu. Very threatening, you know, with the constantly moving tendrils and stuff. I have it's a question for Gareth. Very well animated. Very go, well. Go ahead and get back you know, to us. The, yeah. the, yeah. Desi- the articulation of the character. Yeah. Shoot us an email really at contact at downinfront.net, yo. Yeah. Uh about the tentacles and how they were rigged. In some cases, and not all of them, in some cases it's it's a very fluid looking tentacle, but in other cases it's it's, it's kind of, rigid in a way that doesn't look joint, like it's trying to be a joint. Kind of jointed, it's yeah. but, but, but it is. Bit. But yeah. it is clearly a which, bone joint, which I like because it's not completely fluid. Yeah, you know, fluid like an like an octopus tentacle. You know, it can it can do anything and then form any curve. It actually it's got does, like cartilage it does, bones. It does have some kind of you know, pardon the expression, kink to it, um, which is really kind of interesting. Yeah. That's very wow. exciting, Trey. I like anything that's got a little kink to it, but that's me. Now with that. 
for those of you with more rigging experience than I have, would that make it easier to animate if uh, you know? Here's the thing with tentacles. a tentacle with segment to it versus a more fluid tentacle that we're familiar with. Well, it's neither of them are really easy. There's there's different ways of doing it. There's uh, a, a precept of animation called forward kinematics and inverse kinematics. Yeah. Forward kinematics is if you imagine your arm and you're doing this at home. If you lift up your arm at the shoulder and then you bend out from your elbow and then up at your wrist and then your fingers out, that's forward kinematics and that's how stop motion is done. It's push and there, there's the shape. Whereas inverse kinematics is something at the end of the chain. In this case, a tentacle, and the other one, my arm. Uh, if I have a null attached to my hand. When I drag the null around, the hand bends in whatever rays I said the rig can bend to follow that. So instead of animating every bone in the tentacle, and you get that, you know, it's it's a much more to the shape. If you just pull the null around, the arm knows what the rig can and can't do, which ways it can and can't rotate, and what axis it can't go on. And it will just follow along that null, which can be a massive, massive time saver. But it can also look like shit. Yeah, it can also be really ugly. Right. So with a tentacle, it would you you could do an IK thing where it's... You're dragging it around, but it wouldn't bend much. It would sort of just reach to wherever the null was because it's not going to bend inherently unless you did some crazy fun Maya shit. It would probably be forward kinematics, yeah, you, you which, have to is, build a pretty extensive which is why yeah, you, to, which is to. probably why those joints show up is that you don't want to have it, you could have one bone in the tentacle and then it would just be a stick or two and then it would just be yeah. a, an angle. And that's probably why you kind of see those joints is because it has to at some point just be bones lined up against each other. And you don't want to have it be a bunch of, you know, you could have it be 200 bones and there's really no kinks. It's just a perfect bend, but it takes forever to bend those each. Yeah, to animate. So, yeah. so my, And you can make expressions that'll do a lot of that for you, but... So my, my question, having tuned out on that explanation a <laughs> yeah. long time ago... Yeah. TLDL. DR. DR. No, I'm not reading it. I'm listening. Oh, it's oh, TLDL. Well played. ATSD. Uh, so my question would be: WTF? Uh, those king, are those kings there because it would have saved him time? Probably. Yeah. And I, I, Which is I, I, I disagree. I he might have he might have designed it knowing that was going to be a limitation. I think it's just more like it's it it keeps it away from you know gives it some more character than just being a smooth tentacle. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, it might oomph. be both. In which case, it's yeah. very smart of him to do to do it that way. Yeah, could be. Yeah, if you can if you can make your time saver also look cool, then yeah. then you're a filmmaker. <laughs> if if the this more is cheaper and easier, and people will think it's impressive, that then you are a low budget filmmaker. Right. If your most interesting choice you can pick is the easiest <laughs> to do, most impressive looking thing, that's the route you want to go. That's the best that you, if you can make a whole movie with that sensibility, go right ahead. Yeah. So you know, I'm going to go to a fucked up part of Mexico where there's lots yeah. of broken stuff by the side of the road. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Monsters did it. Genius. There's a bunch of ways you can do tentacles. I mean, it's now it, I like this. You're, you're almost again, unlimited. You, we've got the uh, red, almost literally your, red herring. There's your money. There's your money shot. Yeah, and we see him digging like he's gonna take a picture, and then ah, uh, no, he's actually just going for the uh, bazooka. No, uh, for <laughs> the coat that he's gonna put over her instead. Yeah. I'm not entirely entirely clear on where this change came in. To be honest, yeah, there's no moments. Where you see this change yeah. in his behavior. Where he decided he cares more about people than money. He just spent a lot of money to get them <laughs> to yeah. pass through Mexico. So, um, And also, I mean, symbolism and human you know, respect and values are important. But at the same time, you're trudging through Mexico. Keep the coat. You're going to need the coat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone else in there probably has a coat that you could... Yeah. They don't need it. Someone in the chat room asked uh, Edwards this question at a Q&A. How did he do the tentacles? Oh. It was a zero-G rope simulation in 3DS Max. Ah, makes sense. Yeah. I don't so know that what would, any that, of that means. That, that would that have been... That's, to, that's actually neither, I mean, really. Well, what you were saying... Well, you, you still got to... 
It's it's wobbling on an IK setup. Right, but you've got to exactly. I mean, it's set up in a way that you know you, you wouldn't want to animate those individually. It yeah, certainly I mean, it certainly was you know uh, uh, procedural. But but when it comes to the actual, I need it um, to curl this way. I need it to do something. Uh, you know that that it's not going to just do floating in in a zero g simulation. But by the way, great way just you know to handle that. He's like, I want him to just kind of wave around and look freaky. Oh, I'll just have a rope simulation and have run it have an, no run, run an oscillator expression, yeah. and there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Rob Botine. <laughs> Rob Botine didn't see that coming either. Bam. <laughs> I love sniping Hit, people with a disc. Hissing hoses. Somewhere Rob Routine was having dinner with his wife or something. And he just dropped the... He How? Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a disturbance in the Boutine. <laughs> that looks matte painting I guess he didn't have real mountains. Maybe he just did a sky replacement. Yeah, it may not, it may not have been the mountains he wanted. You don't... Yeah. You don't, you <laughs> you don't go to production with the mountains you... Yeah. What, you get yeah. They're anyway. not the mountains he wanted. Up. They're the mountains he deserved. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth. You don't go to post-production with the mountains you need. You go to production with the mountains you have. Yeah. Totally stuck the landing. Something like that. It's all right. <laughs> Fuck you, Rumsfeld. That's the <laughs> ultimate point. Yeah. He literally said that to troops' faces. Mm. What a horrible fucking human being. Anyway, this movie. He's Sorry. Speaking of monster. NPR... They should have. They should, he should have just designed the monsters to look like Donald Rumsfeld's head on, on his spider legs. I, uh, this is. I'm so glad I get to tell this anecdote. I was on a project where with a guy Donald was, Rumsfeld. A guy was yeah. doing a ZBrush. Uh, uh, how can I vague this up so the franchise isn't evident? Uh, a monster, a demon type character, and he was doing it in ZBrush. And I walk in from lunch, and on his screen, split on both sides, Windows Seven panel split, left ZBrush, right Dick Cheney. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, he was modeling the, the like the demon off of Dick Cheney. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the way to go. It looked Definitely. pissed. <laughs> it looked really bigoted and terrible. <laughs> I, ju- I, I we watched this last week, and I just watched a thing on. Uh, um, I can't. It, the The name is escaping. What's the What's the uh, the Inca city in, in Machu Picchu? Mexico? Machu Picchu. Thank you for whatever reason I couldn't remember. Or it that. could be Chichen Itza. No, it was Machu Picchu that I was looking at, though. I love those I names. Of. Yeah, but um, this reminded me of because Machu Picchu is so awesome. Like you see pictures of it from above, and you're like, "Oh, farming city." But then, like you get in there, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, you the the camera pans around, and you're like, "Oh, this is a this is a city. <laughs> this isn't this isn't like a because it looks from above like this just isn't a, a little ruin, a row of tenements or something, you know." Yeah. But it's like, no, it's a city. <laughs> it's a, it's amazing, and I'm like, I would go live there. I would right now. I would like to just up and go to Machu Picchu and get a little generator and uh, and a satellite and link my up. Kindle and my iPad. and my Kindle exactly. I and love, I'm good. I love this giant wall. I think it's a cool idea and I think it's handled all right. There's, I love this giant there's, wall. There's some some weirdness with the the way it looks. It might be, it might just be the way it's it's a matte painting probably and the way it's kind of lit. I don't know. It has kind of a glowy look to it. But the idea of it in the story is cool. I love the idea of that. I think, it I think like the a... comp works fine. I think it looks fine. Yeah. I feel like it should be a little bit more faded, a little more fogged. Well, little, it, little it might be the distance, sure. Yeah, but, but you know, it's like a Remember, it's, it's on the Mexico side, not the U.S. side, so yeah. they haven't destroyed their air quite as much as we oh, have, no, especially Mexico, with that, oh, yeah. especially oh, yeah, with that wall have. up. Yeah, no. Mexico, City is, Mexico City is worse than L.A. In terms oh, sure, of but look at all the trees. Yeah, they're outside the city. Tree sex pollution, yes. I, they're in the. Am I right? I like the idea. They're in the Saugus of Mexico. I like the idea of them hanging out on top of a Mexican pyramid. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But if I were them in that situation, 
I would. My first thought would be, I that's going to put me at eye level with those things, and I don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, they're going to look at me not as a opposed lot of cover. to step past not me. Not a lot of cover up here. Yeah, nowhere I can go except stare them directly in the eye. Brian, this is why no one thinks you're a romantic. <laughs> it's a pyramid in Mexico. Yeah, we should, we should totally have well, sex at dawn. And there are aliens. It's like a perfect thing. place to get laid. Yeah. In the world without the <laughs> giant absolutely. alien octopuses, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, okay. But mm. if I'm looking for a safe refuge at night, I'm not going to go eye level with the aliens. You might find safe refuge in a lovely lady in Mexico, sir. Mm. And you can only do that on a pyramid. Watch out for the tentacles. I have no idea what I meant by that. Mm. Abstractions you, work. You guys fill it in. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I mean. No, we really don't. Yeah. Uh, you guys were grossed out, and you don't know why either. Yeah. Ooh, what? Uh. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> That's right. It was never, it's also never made clear what happens to what happened to injure her hand, but it's a very clever, it's a red herring because the implication, again, is that she was part of the convoy she, that we yeah. watched at the beginning, and that's when yeah. she got injured. She yeah. got injured in a because monster Because you kind attack. of even see her if you were looking really yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. But then you discover, no, it was, if anything, another monster attack. But it may have been something else. It may have been one of the bombing raids. They uh, they might say it, but if they did, I missed it. It's, what are you it's about? in passing, and they don't huh? reference it the, again. The first scene that we see? It was why, yeah, why her spring. hand is all busted. My, that was my assumption yeah. the whole movie the first time through, is is she was in that attack, because yeah. you see her in that attack. Yeah. But, uh, that's no, that she... attack happens after the gas station scene. Y- yes, but the point is, you're but supposed to be tricked. Watching the movie, you don't know that. You know, the first time. So the question, I always assume she hurt her hand in that attack because yeah. you see her being dragged out of that attack. Yeah, and oh, so, so so the question, the, the, just what I was saying is, is why in the universe she actually has a hand? Why like, why is her hand damaged if it explained. wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, that wall works for me. I think it is just a fogginess thing. It was a little too dark. It's a Z-Mat business for you. So there you go. Finally, hey, washed out road. Cool. Find those in Mexico. Those are easy to find in Mexico. Now, here's here's the plot point that I, I didn't buy on the first viewing is the fact that, okay, the monsters have broken through the checkpoint. The fact that they haven't shored up the checkpoint. Yeah, we're just going to give up now. <laughs> yeah. I guess if one got through, what's the what's They're in San the Diego now, so screw it. Yeah. Never mind. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't see that being abandoned. I, I yeah. see that being that's the one hole yeah. in the wall. That Considering it didn't happen, through. if it happened like last night and they've only just broken through, okay. But obviously they were there within you know viewing distance, and they know it didn't happen last night. No, that's so. yeah. that part like the the last holdout part of Texas that still believes there's good in them. <laughs> yeah, we like we keep so the Austin, borders borders open. Austin, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not on the border, but Austin rules. This is what will happen if Obama Houston gets is terrible. Yeah, Houston is a terrible, terrible place. I got two people <laughs> in on me now. Eventually, down in front, it's just going to be called Fuck Houston. <laughs> <laughs> the hell with Houston in front. Dot net. <laughs> so we should, we, should, we should register that domain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we should warn the president. We totally, yeah, we, should, we really should. A little postman That's, action going yeah. on. I went to Saving Private sun Ryan. Through, uh, sun through the tattered flag. Have yeah. you guys been to a, um evacuated area after some sort of national disaster? No. A natural disaster where you're like walking around, like I mean New Orleans or something like that, where you're walking around devastation. Which which we, I've, I've been was, to Disneyland was, really which, late in the which day. You, by the way, said <laughs> I was in New Orleans. <laughs> they did they did jump to New Orleans to get this footage, right? Is is this not New Orleans where they shot? That would be my assumption. I, I don't know. For sure, sure. It looks like but, it ought to be New yeah. Orleans. I, I was driving through parts of um, coastal Florida right after a big hurricane once, and um, I, I you know I, I I wasn't really paying attention because I was kind of younger, but it was. Um, it's creepy. It's really weird because it's an, basically an evacuated place, and there's no reason to come back if everything is fucked up. 
So we were just driving through, going from one place to another, and there was this entire town that was just gone. It was like the town that time forgot or something. And um, I remember the, the, the image that's still in my head is that there was a McDonald's, and all the shingling and shit had been ripped off the building, and there was a lot of the, of the outside stuff had been torn off. But the cool thing, terrible thing, whatever, iconic thing, is that the sign had fallen down over the corner of the building so that it wrapped around and was hanging upside down next to it. Oh, wow. It was a very... It was a, I, these days, I would have stopped and gotten a picture. basically art-directed. Yeah, what... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. These days, I would have stopped and gotten a picture of it and stayed just to see if there's any dead kids to take a picture of. <laughs> sure. but, to you know, to the, sell to yeah, whatever his... Yeah, 50 grand. At yeah. the time, I remember being disappointed because it was closed. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a day in New Orleans when I drove out to move out here, you know, my mm. cross-country drive a couple years ago. And so that was... Uh, 2008. So that was f- several years after Katrina, and the place is still, uh-huh. still a shitty. Oh, and yeah. Houston has never been right. <laughs> Houston, yeah. they just built it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Houston built- is like fries. They just built it with a UFO crashed into it. <laughs> they, <laughs> Only you know, rampant ruins. society and fucking entropy. Just they just yeah. built it wrong. Yeah, the, I- the Disney people came out and built it ruined. If if I were this guy and her. I would not be walking into there. Yeah, let's, you've got your gas mask. Let's on check out the house. Fine. What do you say? But honestly, I would check out the house. They might. Well, I mean, I would know I'm in a horror movie, and I'd be like, I'm gonna die because oh, this is a horror movie. I guess that's fair enough. But I would still check. The I guess out. if you're in this situation, you're like, well, fuck it. If I get some kind of space aids or whatever they've got, <laughs> then I guess I asked for it. But meanwhile, oh, well, that's a, that's another that's a valid point. Is you know, because they've already adjusted to this reality and it's been this way for a while, presumably they know about the conditions and whether you know whether space AIDS is a part right. of it or not. Right. And so they should say, you know, well, don't go in there. Why not? It's, there's not like yeah, there's no contamination. When we, when we call infected, blah, blah, blah. they don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's infected with the them, not the not microbes. With the skyscraper aliens, but not with the with the yeah, not with the miniature AIDS. aliens. The miniature aliens, the the microbes are the ones that kill them. I think. Yeah. I saw that one movie. Yeah. This is a suitably creepy moment. I like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also baffling. Brian, didn't you have something like this happen to you? It's supposed to be that way. No, no, no. I, I told this story. The guy I went to, film, who's in my film class, uh, was in the Navy when the tsunami hit Sri Lanka in that area in 2004 or five, whatever it was. And so he told a story of how they were doing cleanup in an area that was way more devastated, like... Area where there was not a standing structure for miles and miles around, just wiped completely out. And they were in full hazmat suits because of disease and other biological agents. And they came across a guy, a survivor of the tsunami, who was completely naked and completely out of his mind. Just mind was, you know, starving and wrecked and just out of his mind. And this guy walked up to them and they walked up to him through the rubble. And these guys in like the hazmat suits from ET, like that kind of a thing, <laughs> and he just told the story of like how how scared and just how psychotic that guy must have been encountering these weird spacesuit yeah. creatures. Yeah, if it wasn't crazy before. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great! You must be the ones who did this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's you so, must be the Martians that that's, have caused that's this. Andromeda strain. That's the idea of Andromeda strain. Is the the last crazy guy in the town it sees the hazmat guys and says, "You did this." Mm-hmm. No, seriously, we didn't. But I can see why I, you I, think I, that. I, She's even doing a little strut. She's like, yeah, yeah. I told them. Yeah. Mm. I barked them into a submission. 
What is the most impressive? I wonder, I wonder if there's meaning to the fact that she's wearing the flag as a scarf. Yeah. I wonder if that's a thing. Or if she's just like, I need a scarf. Yeah. Well, I, would, I would bet it's the Silence of the Lambs thing. It's like, we, we need yeah. to give her something. Oh, there's, there's that there. Oh, that's, that'll be symbolic somehow. Yeah, yeah they'll figure it out. Someone yeah. will, I don't know. Let me call Steve Reedy, see what he says. Yeah. What, is, what is the most impressive thing about this movie? Obviously, the accomplishment of it is an, um, impressive unto itself. But that he was able to do, is it, I mean, he's an effects guy. So... It, the obvious answer would be the effects, but he did the effects. Yeah, but even being an effects guy, it's like it's, it's still, a lot of work. It's still pretty impressive to to do it. You know, uh, it's it's just as imp- you know this is just as impressive as his Attila the Hun uh, work. Uh, it's it's just and and you know the fact that a, a lot of there there are not a lot of effects people who are generalists to this level. You know, there are people who can who can do different stuff and they can kind of dabble and they can track their, you know, motion track their own shot if they really need to or blah, blah, blah. But to be able to kind of really do everything is, um, uh, takes a lot of work and takes a lot of uh, skill. Um, so I think that's... Really do everything almost photoreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wisely sets it all at night. We, I don't think we get any shots during the day of the creature. No, no. creatures, yeah. no. We do. Which, we which really, but, but we got dead, dead creatures. But we, we, we got de- we got a dead creature, and we got well, I mean a bunch of sign replacements and vehicles and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but hard body stuff is easier. Which than, really, than really we should have gotten some kind of footprint in the snow of an alien during the day. Sure, sure. Yeah. Why? How would that have helped? To, to serve as a footprint in the snow. To well, we saw really some pretty cement. bitchin' alien stuff in the first yeah. scene, and it's true, and it's also true that I mean, if they if they're nocturnal, then you're not really going to see them that much. So there's no reason true. to really set that up. But it, I don't know. It, it feels like it's a cheat. It feels like okay, I I know. I, I, I think it feels that way. <laughs> well, I think it, it is feels a cheat. Like but a cheat it feels cheap. It feels. You you think about the fact that it's a cheat. Where if you had the shot, in the, I, I don't know if I agree. I, I, no? I, think, I think I think we think about the fact that it's yeah, a cheat because yeah, exactly. we're reverse engineering the movie. And, and, like, oh yeah, that's very smart. Yeah, and, and, and keep in mind, keep in mind any mo- you know it's it is a trope. If you're dealing with monsters, they will come out at night. Werewolves are nighttime creatures. Uh, vampires are nighttime creatures. Even in Republicans uh, are nighttime yeah, creatures. <laughs> even in most zombie movies, <laughs> the the zombie nighttime. stuff tends to happen <laughs> at night. The yeah. really creepy the zombie stuff tends to happen at night. So it's mm. just it's something you can. I I don't think I would I would say that it really calls attention to itself in general. Fair enough. And that's that that was the the line about the the original thing the uh, the thing from another planet the the first version is they said oh, we'll just make it the Frankenstein monster and we'll just keep it in the dark all the time, <laughs> you know, and it'll be scary. Another question I have, plot-wise, is presumably the maybe they don't, but presumably it's because it's been around for a while. The military or the powers that be understand that they're the creatures are moving in accordance with trying to find electricity, as, as we'll see here pretty soon. So you would think that they would manipulate the power grid to try to herd the creatures in some kind of fashion. In which case, this this random gas station in the middle of nowhere would probably not have power. Right. I, I I could say I could give credit uh, for to social commentary here almost in a sense that they haven't done that and they haven't managed to figure it out yeah. because the whole thing is they're not trying to study them they're just shooting them yeah and you know so you know it's it's like an indictment of that that mindset where you're like it's big and it's scary and I'm gonna shoot and kill it until it's dead it, and don't move yeah before it gets me yeah whereas it's like if you maybe not did that for five minutes, you'd find out that they're after electricity and actually love each other, apparently. They're so, big Minoc elephants. Yeah, so... Yeah. Chill. They're Minoctopuses. Yeah. Ooh. They're... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well played, Trey. Minoctopi. 
Hey, hey, hey. I gave you <laughs> let's one. Get, let's <laughs> get, not get nuts, all right? Yeah, all right. Now you're just showing off. Okay. Like I do. Enjoy the experience. Yeah. Now, it's 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 interesting also with the uh, this subplot with the son-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's his biological son, but it's not. But he's got a good relationship with the kid, I guess. Um, I almost... I I I kind of feel like this almost wants to be like a payoff of some kind. Like he's kind of been like, oh, whatever, you know. The kid, I I hang out with the kid and he likes me a lot, but it, I'm not his dad, you know. He's got a, you know, but and now he's got through all this stuff. He's like, I, it's my son. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna call him and I'm gonna wish him happy birthday, you know. Um, it's D- fine. Didn't I promise you fireworks? I, I mean <laughs> the uh, the important the important thing. Uh, my feeling is probably why it was put back in our minds, hey, he's got a kid, is for the realization at the end where it's like, oh, he probably just died, and that sucks because <laughs> yeah. he was totally going to turn his life yeah. around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like you could have maybe given a little bit of a mini arc on, on that one somehow. Needless to say, this next sequence is the most impressive and my favorite, and I love the way it starts. It doesn't start here for a second, but the, the way it begins is looking over the gas station and you can see it coming out against the lightning flashes and it reminds me of the shot in twister yeah when the right. tornado is approaching and you can't tell yeah, here's the shot it's and you're not even here. you're not even really thinking about it at this point because it's the the camera's been wandering the whole time oh, until shit, the oh, lightning shit, oh, goes oh, shit, oh, shit. and you're like yeah, oh whoa. god yeah it's good stuff very cool it makes me happy on my inside parts hmm. very well conceptualized that's the kind of you know the kind of shot you got to think about. In yeah, advance. the shot that was thought out properly before you did it. So yeah. you're not trying to fix a, a bad idea halfway through the process. Yeah, like prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly the analogy I was going to go. From. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you yeah, beat me to it. Ultimately, I mean, this is this is where the you know the movie for me. This is the short film he would have made to get funding. Yeah, ultimately yeah. is is unsatisfying because they kind of these characters kind of had their kind of had an arc. Where it kind of gets to the point where she realizes she doesn't want to get married to her fiance, and then they kiss, and that's all we're gonna get, you know. It's like, and, and then to say, and then they died, is sort of like, wow, okay, so what? You I know. think I think that's well, interesting. It, it, I kind it, of like that about yeah. it the the fact that that you realize it's like, oh, they and and it it is structured in that weird way, so you go out on a happy note instead of the oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Except is if you do go out on that, like, oh wow, they went through all that and then they they made it back to America and they died, and uh, and and there is there well, is she did at least, yeah, he seems to do to be okay. He Although they do they do like hit this thing with the missile, so it probably does just kill everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is you know it, it is interesting. It's it's very unconventional for a movie, obviously. Um, and the you know I, I'm 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 fifty fifty on it because I mean that's real life, but then. Movies aren't really real life. Right. Um, well, it makes you go, well, what was the point of that? And yeah. in real life, there is no point. That's just the way it happens. Yeah. But in, presumably, in real life, a lot of people get cut off you know, before their story is you know, yeah. brought to a happy ending. Some before they just can die. fulfill their spine. Yeah, whatever exactly. Before they can finish their arc because they don't realize they had an arc to fulfill. Or they didn't have an arc. I'm just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my son when I get boom dead in a car accident at the end. You know, like, oh, that's that's real life. Or, or but not necessarily life. works in a movie. I'm a bad person. I'm not going to do anything about it. Boom, dead. All right. <laughs> no, boom, lives forever. Dies, dies, dies comfortably to sleep at the age of 94. After being president. Yeah. 
I'm going to be evil and awful all the time. I'm yeah. not really excited that when he's sucking uh, electricity Vice, from the Vice television. President. Vice yeah. President. Yeah, fair enough. When he's sucking electricity from the television, that, that it, turns, it turns green because the uh-huh. television is green. Yeah. But the I would buy it if it was a reflection on the very green, front but of it, but, you know. No, but maybe that's what it's doing. Maybe it's not electricity. Maybe it's light. It seem, it responds to. I mean, we assume it could be, it it could be light. Oh, it could be light. But it's. I mean, it responds to you know his flash and flashlights and you know oh, photons. Yeah, maybe it's just, and maybe it's not even absorbing it. Maybe it just likes it. Well, maybe it's like they set know. it up already. That they said that this the secret. This is how they communicate. Mm. So you know, it's 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 what we did in the abyss was the idea that you know the colors and the patterns are the communication. Yeah. So the the thing is like what the the thing what the thing is doing in that scene is it's saying to the television what 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 yeah. I what. You're not making any sense. I don't. Your accent is so weird. <laughs> if you could just keep it down to a dull green, I might be able to understand you. But uh, you know, <laughs> Jesus, you're so vivid. I don't understand. <laughs> a dull you know, green. <laughs> you know, you're so you're so primary with your colors. I mean, what what the hell are you I trying like to this, say to me? This look shot at, a lot. The reveal at, of the second one. Like, yeah. Oh, there's God. two of them. Oh shit! But look at these beautiful effects. It's just really well done. I mean, it's this and is this we, is the the part of the movie where you're going to be watching 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 and it doesn't disappoint it works yeah cuz you're like when are they going to lose their shit and kill everything um which they don't uh yeah. you know so and Instead that's they're just going to go Martha I thought it lost you oh yeah. no john i was here all along <laughs> i was just taking care of the eggs and there's some uh lovely sound work uh, throughout the movie there's been a lot of really good sound work uh, that we haven't really talked about cuz we're not Thinking listening, about it. To it. listening to it. Speaking of rigging, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah. When they oh, come man. together here in a second and start interweaving, that's... Come together. Yeah. I'm sure you could write an expression that would keep them from intersecting, but, you know, either e- either you animate it so this they is, don't, or you have to write the expression. This is... This Can't is you the, just type in, don't intersect Yeah. This the is, computer? This is the There's a drop-down menu under the Star Wars button. Yeah. Computer, oh, okay. no intersect. Um, Make squid, you have no to, intersect. You have to say it as you type, though. Yeah. Um, Hello, computer. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, these are the kinds of, you know, the tentacles. That's the kind of stuff that, uh, however long ago uh, Pirates 2 was, five years ago, friggin' ILM had an entire division figuring out how to make that not break, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> So, So the fact that, that some, the fact that, number one, the, it, it's come to the point where someone has the capacity to do that in their, you know, in their home. And number two, the fact that he has the skills and, and understanding yeah. and ability to do that. In Once again, though, really the idea of just as part of a skill, uh, whatever other toolbox yeah, he has. Exactly. Is doing, but, but again, doing it in the dark is, is, is you know, saves you many things. You know, they, yeah, God the, knows how many times they actually Yeah, the rule of thumb of, of if, if you can't see it, it didn't happen. So, you know, there might be all kinds of terrible things going on if you turn the lights on those creatures. But hey, you know, they're all internally lit and it's okay. We're totally getting away with it. Yeah. They, they, he seems to have put some... Uh, they're not just floating. There's definitely some personality in the tentacles. They're kind of caressing each other and stuff like that. So there was, there was definitely a lot of work put into this sequence. I would guess, like, like you, Teague, this was probably where the primary amount of work oh, yeah. in this movie yeah, went to make sure that that worked. Because this is what everyone's going to walk away remembering. Yeah. <laughs> This is the one where he, you know, he's shooting this going, oh, this is going to suck so hard when I have to do these effects. Yeah. Oh, this is going to hurt so bad. Now, here's where the movie kind of makes you go, oh, no, wait, what? Yeah, because you hear the guy <laughs> yeah. doing his Because you know, we, we could all vouch for the fact when we watched this movie before, suddenly we went, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, suddenly it all, like, we, we, we got we it. We kind of, like, collectively went, wait, 
Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We suddenly got it at that. And point. it's a perfect kind of thing to t- if if you have to figure out like you've decided oh that'd be yeah. a cool way to structure it you have to figure out the key to it and that's a yeah. that's an all right one that's to do. That's a clever yeah. one. A, we- a weird it. thing to say is a good thing that people people might go that's a weird thing to yeah. say that's and then they say it again it's like why why would he say that to what. Ooh, yeah, yeah. No. Doing doing the little song, I was like, that's my thought process was like, oh come on, it's, you're not gonna have two guys who oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, like exactly all, all army Wait, guys. Wait, he's gonna yeah. do that twice? Uh oh. All <laughs> army guys sing ride to the ride to the Valkyries. Yeah, I'm so sure. To be fair, I would bet a lot of guys do. How could you not? Apocalypse Now. What was that? Yeah, yeah. It's ride to the Valkyries. Wagner. Yep. This movie was scored by Wagner. Killing the wabbit. Killing the wabbit. Oh, but we were kissing. Why did they separate them that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. It's like we were in the middle of kissing. Because those guys saw ET and wanted to be that badass. Yeah, one of those. One of those guys is her fiance. That's why. And there we go. Yeah, you don't need. You don't need to yank them away from the scene. It's like we're cool. It's fine. We're making out. If you didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't think we're in danger. It almost has that like I am legendary zombie movie quality. Like, okay, we're gonna yank you and throw you through the quarantine. Yeah. Now. But yeah, there's whatever. no quarantine yeah. in this movie. Monsters. No. Oh, here, Gareth Edwards, a round of applause. Brian, sir. Very well. Oh, yeah. Well done, man. Holy shit. Can't believe you pulled it off. And he did. Uh, we're down in front, and we tend to do this with big movies that we don't feel so bad about personally ripping on. But this movie is not perfect. There are some problems with it, mostly related to plot and structure. I'm sure he knows that, frankly. Yeah, And like I said before, I went off on a whole tangent in preparation for this end point. But the whole tangent about how... This is the way you would approach a movie like this when you know I need to make a movie because that's what I want to do. And I know the limitations of my effects. What, what can I do with that? The, the nature of walking across a situation, walking through a universe and incidentally passing by things and generally having an arc is, is more than enough as an outline to get yourself through a movie like this. And the rest of it is based on the performances and, and what the, the music does and how the tension rides out. And then very limitedly at the end, if the effects work. And in this movie, the effects do work. The characters are you. You don't dislike them. The guy takes a while for you to warm up to, and the girl's a little bland. And by the way, actors, you did a good job. It's just the, the characters aren't Natalie Portman in Garden State being all fucking quirky in your face and making you think, <laughs> "Man, those cartoon block letters were so right for this." I mean, it's 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 not a it's not a difficult movie to act through in that it's uh, it's improvised, but it's difficult to be in that headspace and then communicate something. Improvising is tough. Improvising well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of you know, my my point is, it's not a characterization the way that you know we'll we'll say the bad guy in Fifth Element was or something like that. It's a movie that takes its time and takes you through it, and as a result of that, is inherently slow. It doesn't bother me that much. I think you did a great job with it. Frankly speaking, I'm buying two tickets just because I, I I might not even see them. I just want to make sure that you get your gross <laughs> yeah. and you get to make a movie. Buy the ticket. I'm not actually going to watch it again, but that's okay. Yeah. I may have something else to do that night. I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah, but I'll, I'll buy the tickets. I'll buy the tickets yeah. for you, man, because I, I want to see you make more movies and I want to see more movies like this. Brian? Yeah. I mean, again, just to, to say it again, congratulations and a massive, massive respect and props. Um, yeah. Like you know, like oh, we Galveston. said, Galveston, 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 Texas. That's, okay, that's yeah, what the ruins which was are. also okay. which was also hit hard, yeah, uh, by hurricanes. Um, yeah, it's not a it's not a perfect movie. I think really the major misstep is the sense of like, really, I think it's calling it monsters as opposed to, you know, saying okay, this is a independence. You know, yeah, call it ro- something weird and indie like Safe Passage or something. Yeah, you know, or, or, or just, whatever. 
Yeah, but you know something vague and like cal- monsters is that much more specific. Yeah, cal- <laughs> yeah. Just- yeah, honestly, calibrate the expectations a little better. Monsters As to say, this is a, ro- a kind of a romantic road trip indie slow paced film that has monsters in it a couple of times. And yeah, because then you go expecting the Indian. It's like yeah. hey, monsters every so yeah, often. Like wow, that was yeah. some damn impressive effects yeah. too. Yeah, I, that that would be the way it's sh- it'd be sh- it, that'd be the way to market it. It was like oh, yeah. it's a really interesting story about these people who are trying to get out of Mexico, and then like. You didn't mention that there were monster squids <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah, that's awesome. Darkman. Um, yeah, there's a uh, there's a quote. It, it's by one of the the guys who wrote Pirates, Ted Elliott or Terry Rossio. I can't remember which. Um, but you know, one of those pithy quotes that screenwriters are so good at, um, which is uh, he said, "My way of getting it done imperfectly is better than your way of not doing it perfectly." <laughs> um, and. Wow. I, I think that's very. Uh, I, I think that's that's a, a great way to kind of put monsters. It's not a perfect movie, but he didn't sit around going, "Oh, I got to get this perfect and that perfect." And blah blah blah. He's like, "I'm just gonna shoot a thing," and it. Well, he probably he probably is well aware that it's not perfect, you know. But but for like we story talked about, wise, story for, wise. yeah. But for for fifteen grand, he's like, "I think I'll do all right in people's <laughs> opinion," and, uh, and you know, I, oh, it might give me the next one, yeah. which I don't have to pay for myself. Yeah, and he'll and uh, you know, I'm sure he he knows that there are some things to um, be worked on and plans to, and maybe even wanted to, and just was like, "I got to get this done because otherwise, I'm just going to keep sitting on it," you know. Yeah. Um, so which, uh, I mean, we've all been in that situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well. So uh, I mean, the reason I bring up that quote is he may have done it imperfectly, but he did it. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's no taking away from that, and I like like you say, I look very much forward to seeing what he does next. Trey, I I don't really have anything to add to that. I think uh, you know, ditto, <laughs> same thumbs up. You know, um, wish like I said, I'm I'm maybe we're all like, oh, I just I need my fifteen thousand dollar idea. Oh, I wish I could. What is that idea? And I think I think we're all you know. No, not to take anything away from Gareth because he had the idea, which was which is brilliant. But uh, you know, I think we all have tried and are trying in our own ways to like, oh yeah, if I could just come up with a you know that same kind of feature idea that would be that would hold up for an entire feature and be yeah. doable. You know, it's it's a genius thing, and it's uh, it's I think the hardest part, at least in our crowd, is coming up with the idea that actually sustains oh, yeah. for 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 a feature length. Well, it's 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 uh, it's coming up with an idea. As as well suited as this, because it's easy to come up with an idea where it's like, oh yeah, it'll well, be like, the, it'll I, be a super idea, epic, an idea that like, can be realized for exactly, exactly. That is the, that is the hard part, and you know, hats off to to him for being able to go, oh hey, I got it, I got it, yeah, right. That was Monsters, and this has been Down In Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Also, happy October. I hope you guys liked all our scary movies. We're going to we're gonna do sad movies now. We're going to do sad, sad movies. Sad for Christmas? Yeah, sad for no, Christmas. Okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can go to the store and buy a T-shirt. We have some that say surrogates, and they're funny. You should buy them. Go to the forum. Involve yourself <laughs> in the do? conversation. In this iTunes file, you saw show notes and chapter breaks. Those are thanks to Matt Fade of Vader. You can also volunteer to do chapter breaks for other movies if you want to on that same very fucking forum if you buy this movie in our store you'll get a we'll get a buck well you'll lose several bucks but you'll get a movie uh-huh. and the satisfaction of having done a good deed and of course there is a giant shiny paypal button if you want to donate we're not asking we're just saying 
You can find us at twitter.com slash downinfront, <laughs> facebook.com slash downinfrontshow, email us at contact at downinfront.net. My name is D. Christie. Do you want to like split that up at something like let us <laughs> share some of that load? Yeah, like we could, we could totally NPR. I feel like it. you're going to like hyperventilate at one yeah. point. We're just, anyway. I just keep stacking out of the pile. I'm T. Christie. Brian Finifter. Bye, Gareth. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. friendsinyourhead.com